And we're back. We survived a crazy weekend, Memorial Day weekend at Ginny Springs. I am Mike Busey, and as always, joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. And let me be honest, if you hear in our voices that it sounds like we're dying... Because we are. Because we are. Mike's been sick since last week. Uh, all of us, Ginny Springs. The first day of Ginny Springs, we, 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 we started here Thursday morning... We got there Friday morning. We fucking, it's nightmare upon nightmare. We didn't sleep that night. And it has just still been kicking our ass. Sometimes yeah, We were up for three days. Getting, yeah. We were literally, when I mean we, I mean Rowdy Rob and Gilbert were putting in a generator we had just bought. Had never even turned on. Straight from a, a crate, fabricate, custom weld a rack for the slide in, and then a detached things so it could be attached to what we have there this is all going on on our bus days before we left have we ever gone on a trip to take the bus out that where there was a bunch of bitching complaining girls like uh, are we leaving yet and i'm like shut the fuck up you fucking bitch go take your goddamn pillow and your fucking face mask and your goddamn Lisa Frank fuzzy sleepers and go grab a bunk, you fucking cunt, and let the goddamn men sweat our balls off and chape our fucking thighs. We're shooting out fucking diamonds. I got fucking crab legs. Fucking, I'm shooting out butter and fucking crab shell. Bro, I'm going to tell you guys this. I was 24 hours away from Saturn Dick. I was, <laughs> straight up, straight up. I was 24 hours away from Saturn Dick on this trip. I would have stayed, but I had like, I did exactly what I thought I was going to do, which is I always do, is I'm just an overtop motherfucker. And I was like, you know, camping, we'll bring the bus. Then, you know, we'll bring some poles. We'll bring some lights. Kind of lay out real quick. Let, let's really do this. So let me, let, me, let, me, let me lay something out real quick. And then I want you to kind of really go into detail. So like Mike said, bus wasn't working before we left. The gener- we didn't have a generator for ha- it. Has not ran in over a year. Has not ran in over a year. Uh, generator blew a rod and a bunch of other stuff. Then rats ended up eating through the wires. It was just a nightmare. So we had Gilbert order this generator. Gilbert's our guy, our diesel guy, uh, like a lifesaver. He came through. He had guys working through the night wiring the bus. But they literally had to fabricate shit for this generator to fit and work. MacGyver fucking on steroids. Yeah, and they put it together hours before we left. So we didn't have a chance to test ride this. And it was at the point to where uh, we had been pushing the envelope so hard for them that I didn't even want to go outside to look at them. Yeah. I, I didn't want to make eye contact. I felt like I was Gilbert, like the Gilbert, murdering uh, murderer. Yeah. And I didn't want to look at the victim no into the eyes of the victim's family. Gilbert and Rowdy Rob did like a 48-hour stretch working on this fucking bus. Yeah. Straight through. And I don't mean like stop. I mean straight through. And so- I don't even- I haven't seen Rowdy Rob since we get back. I hope he's in the Bahamas or something. <laughs> I'm sure like on vacation. I'm giving him next week pretty much off so we can go to a truck meet. Right. Sounds, uh, sounds like a blast. Uh, <laughs> but- um. We get the bus done, right? We think it's done. It's all ready to go. Like 3 o'clock in the morning before we're all getting ready to leave. And so all the guys go out there. We clear everything away from the bus. Uh, Not to mention, not only was there a generator going in, but a whole new like wiring harness to hook up to the bus bar. We had to put a whole other fucking box in there. Electrical panel in there, yeah. Yeah, so basically we... 
We got the electrical panel. Uh, we got a, t- a text at 4.30. Gilbert's like, we need this electrical panel. You got to go to this electrical store. It closes in 30 they minutes. They close in 30 minutes, and we're 30 minutes away. Yeah. So I literally got to that store, showed him a picture, and fucking raced back. Uh, it, all, that's how this whole trip, that's how everything was for this bus. Three o'clock in the morning, though, guys. We're getting ready. We think everything's good. Bus starts up. Power got it running. Dew. Interior power shuts off because... The bus generator blew a piece, right? It was, it was, it was, uh, it was some little, uh, fuel splitter, like a, uh, a T that sends it from like the reservoir into the tank or something. I don't fucking yeah. know. I'm not a goddamn mechanic, but I knew something was not right when I showed up with my last bit of stuff to show up, or, you know, it was like, three four in the morning yeah and i see miguel and then you always you, you have like a tell you always look at someone else and then they you know, they look back at you and you kind of like look away i'm like fuck and then i'll I tell know, him here comes the bad news uh listen so bus is running however we didn't get the generator so that means this giant 45 foot fucking whatever however many, it's long as fuck i know it's at least 42 45 feet, feet probably yeah. yeah it's a giant house and the inside of it is a giant fucking hot box. It's no power inside. Zero ventilation. There's no and windows. There's no windows. This thing's a fire trap, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything's just glass and mirrors. Get inside Auschwitz quickly. Yeah. Time to lay down in your bunk. It's fucking hot in there. So now we got to make the choice. Do we wait until 7.30 in the morning when an auto zone opens and get the part and install it on the bus and leave to Jenny Springs and get there late? Or do we leave now at like 4 o'clock in the morning, park the bus, and then go to an auto parts store when we're there? We did the right choice. We made the right choice. We left. We left then. Got to jail. Hot-ass bus. Oh. Hot-ass bus. Woo! Yes. And I mean, I rode in the Navigator. Say, but our I'm... honorable captain, <laughs> you know, he was like, no, hey. I, I don't want to heat the bus up anymore for you guys. Yeah, I so was I'll like, ride my... in the Navigator. Yeah, I was like, my obesity will literally draw at least 10 degrees higher in here. You do not want that. So I'm, I'm going to tell you guys I'm gonna tell you guys a little secret, too. Uh, when we were, I was like, yeah, Mike, why don't you, why don't you take the Navi until we have another vehicle? Because we were going to need to go to the store anyway when we got there and run around. And Mike was like, okay. And then he was like, "I just feel bad." Ride? Yeah, he's like, "You want to run the Navi too?" Here's what I, I was thinking: was more than fucking anything. Here, but here's I what can't. I learned, Miguel: the 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 fucking the leader and the martyr that I play for so many so many fucking years. I do it out of nobleness. Like you know what? I will go down with the ship like a good captain should, and I will punish myself and go through everything. But then. As of recently, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm turning a new leaf. I'm, I'm kind of tired. I'm not kind of. I'm beyond. I, I hate the ungratefulness of some that may join our, our journeys. Mostly it's, you know, dumb girls that are like, oh, my God. They don't understand, like, we just spent, like, $15,000 trying to get this generator in. All for not to work. And manpower out the ass. Everyone's been up for three days, and all they got to do is just shut up and enjoy the ride. Yeah, because these girls, the girls showed up, like, asleep. Like, with their, they showed up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning with their bags after a nap. Everybody else been up for at least two days at this point. Fucking just wrecked, hallucinating. And then the girls are like, the bus doesn't have power? It's going to be hot. I can hear someone, where can I charge my phone? And I just like want to instantly like just grab a, a gun and just shoot everyone, <laughs> except you, Miguel. 
Well, well, we except there's a lot of people. I wish yeah, I'm gonna tell you this with everybody right. in this room here right now busted ass on this thing, and I was proud of Doug, them, Rowdy, Rob, even Doug and Steve, Rowdy, even Stephen was doing shit. Stephen was doing a lot of shit, man. Doug and Rowdy, Rob went way beyond though. Like, I mean, there's no two people on this organization that worked harder than Doug and Rowdy, Rob. This so, whole time. And, and, and let me let me let me uh, fucking stroke my uh, um, my ego some more. I right before we did the podcast last week, I started feeling weird. And I couldn't like breathe, and I put that fucking gay cop uh, outfit on, and then uh, I kept sweating. I think was out there playing putt putt with y'all, and then we started drinking, and then I got in the pool after the show, and I think like that cool shit just fucked me up. So I started like getting some crazy like fever, like getting body aches and shit. I'm all stopped up, and then I gave it to Chris. Gave it to Courtney, and I contemplated not even going, but then I was just like, I can see it now. These motherfuckers like, oh, we came all the way out here. Oh, it was, see yeah. You, you in the woods, dude. You were going to get an Uber ride back or something like that if that would have been the case. Because we were, we even had a meeting where everybody was like, we're staying. We're fucking staying here. We did all this to stay here. I was just thinking about the thousands of dollars of alcohol and ham and cheese sandwiches and the fucking uh, cold cuts and the pickle jars and everything the brand new coolers like camping i mean we all know it's fun at least i enjoy it but we'd never enjoy getting ready or coming home coming home is the worst Coming home is the worst and that's what i almost did as soon as we got there because as soon as we got there we had no fucking so this is what happened guys the little little piece that we were supposed to get wasn't enough it wasn't what we actually imagine that a quick simple fix in my world no so Rowdy Rob and Doug worked hours, hours on this bus. I almost told them to stop. That's how. And when I tell someone to yeah. stop working, you know it's bad. Because I was like, I just looked at Doug's in his underwear, and he looked like he just Doug was getting less and less Alcatraz, more like through a tunnel. Yeah, yeah. He had like his underwear was drenched. In oh, and no sweat, one remember. No grease. one slept. No one slept. This we're knocking on like the forty-eight hour mark now. Uh, everyone's up, exhausted. Uh, Doug's in the heat, fucking Rowdy Rob's in the heat. They're working on this, th- and it's nothing's working. It's not working right. And, so and let's he- explain Jenny Springs. Yeah. So we show up there the butt crack of dawn, and there's a long ass fucking line. We we have Brian Idol driving the bus. We call Wayne, our old bus driver, in the middle of the night, like at three in the morning, trying to give him the rundown. And Brian's like, "Yeah, you know whatever I got it. No, no big deal. You know." And um. He did. Uh, he he got. He did get us there back and forth alive. But however, there was a couple of scares. Brian doesn't realize that he's driving a giant ass house, and he can't just whip it around like a fucking Honda Civic. And uh, yeah, a lot of sure. shit. Some petrified snakes flew off some shelves. Some jars of candy went flying around. And I, I definitely think some of those ladies in those bunks fucking got tossed and turned. And uh, when we get there, here here it is. Four five o'clock in the afternoon on the Friday line. We're still we're there. We, we got there. No we got there. We still. got there at eight o'clock in the morning, and by four o'clock in the afternoon, we still didn't have power on that bus. And let me let the audience uh, know. Let the record state, Your Honor. We were in an area that was an overflow, and thank God, this uh, wonderful couple. Um, they were parked right where we wanted to be, and there was nowhere else for us to go. Yeah. Because the camp spots around the river were all taken, uh, and even the overflow, which I don't know how the bus would have gone out in there and came out, because we would have been just there forever. Yeah. Um, 
we we politely asked uh, one of our members. Uh, I think it was, his name was Moppy. Moppy. He he asked. He literally like. May I say this, guys, to everybody? Mike and Moppy, if you're listening, we love you, but Mike never remembers you. <laughs> We're always like, I did you know, right now Moppy? when it counted. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. So this is a big deal that he remembers. I hope he hears, I hope he hears I hope this. I hope he hears this, Moppy, because there's tons of times we're like, Moppy. And Mike's like, who the fuck is Moppy? And we're like, Moppy. He's like, I've never met him. I'm like, you've known him for years. But now, Allegedly. now, Moppy, you earn, you earn such a place in Mike's heart that he's bringing it up on the podcast. He's so like, he walked I remember, up, Moppy. He, he walked up to this random RV that had the door open. And he's like, hey, excuse me, sir. Hey, listen, check it out. Um, is it possible that you can move your entire fucking Can't, setup yeah. 20 feet over? And they didn't seem too excited yeah. until they like saw me and the bus. And they're like, oh, shit, I know you. Yeah, we'll do it. And thank God they were cool enough to do it. Because if we had parked anywhere else, we would have been fucked. However... The entire place is a giant dust bowl. I still have oh my God. Sh- have juggalo dust in my lungs. I got my whole phone. The whole fucking speakers in my phone are caked up in dust. I was sitting there with a pin just pulling shit out. Oh, no bullshit. I put on a pair of shorts because I was going through clothes for my bag. And I was like, I don't think I even wore these shorts. There was fucking dust in the pockets on a pair of shorts I didn't even wear, but I had them outside, man. Ugh. It was from cars driving by. It is dust bowl oh, city. Oh, and your feet, man. Your feet at this place. At first, the first like couple hours, you're like, no, make sure keep them, no, make keep them clean, no. Yeah. And you're like, no, I give up. Yeah, because you're wearing flip flops and shit. By 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 the second day, my feet looked as though like I was a fucking Afghani. You know, I had I had Taliban. Feet. All day three, I couldn't even walk. I got like some some plantar plantar fasciitis, whatever the fuck that is. I couldn't my my left heel. It was done for. Anyways, um, zero shade. Zero shade. So we're in this giant aluminum beer can, basically roasting the sun. And at this point, I'm ready to jack off anybody who can get this thing going. All right. What everybody doesn't know is at this point, me and Charles have rented our own RV. Yes. And I'm already thinking like, wow, I could probably get a couple of them in my RV if I'm not bringing everyone. So I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Miguel and Charles like they're like a fucking the Titanic. Because uh, we got an RV coming in a little bit with air conditioning and everything. So I'm honestly, I, I swear to God, with being sick and tired and fucking roasting and just drenched. There's nothing worse when you're miserable and upset and yeah. you're. Sweating. And we remember we have to set up camp too. We have to set, and we're oh, not yeah. just setting up a bullshit camp. We're setting up stages and lighting equipment. Yeah, we have a we have a trailers. trailer that holds three or four golf carts, and we turn that into a stage with stripper poles and lights and sound and. A, a fucking inflatable twister, boxing ring, foam machines, lights, you name it. Oh, also, we everything, brought the fucking everything, buffet. Everything that Jenny Springs said we were not allowed to bring on their official website, yeah. we brought. We and did. we're only like 300 yards away from the main fucking like, security house and everything. Yeah, so it if you tried to get in on a Friday afternoon or Saturday, you waited hours in line and you could see us from miles away. We were parked right at the very, very front along the fence to the left and the to try to explain area. this to you guys i know we've said it before jenny springs is like a 280 acre private spring uh it's got like a spring head that it's, it's like almost i think a, uh, like i think two mile run they said takes about two hours if you go from the one spring head all, well about an hour and a half one spring head all the way to the next wow, as, as the crow flies wow. as the crow flies but here's the thing too like there's two kinds of areas in jenny springs there's the top area by the road which is all dusty and roady and like fields and shit and then there's the jungle inside where the spring heads are. Yeah. And the lawlessness happens everywhere, but the supreme lawlessness happens inside it, the jungle. So we're to, all right, so Friday night we had like 
right before it started getting dark, I guess Misha and AK oh, well, happened about, to be standing the, outside. Yeah, the dudes. All these fucking diesel mechanic alleged <laughs> just start showing up. Hey, man. Next thing you notice, I, I came outside the backside, and I see Doug covered in, like, fucking now he's down to his skivvies like he every every yeah. hour he was less and less clothes rowdy rob was like fuck this he don't give up the ghost he had, yeah. to, he had to go take a walk yeah and then i go over there and there's like four random dudes working on the bus that i have no idea what they're <laughs> doing and i looked and i was like hey how, how are we looking guys can i get y'all something to drink or i was so nice and this yeah. one guy turned around he's like hey man um I'm drunk as fuck right now. Could y'all just go on the other side of the bus? And I was like, hey, whatever you say, buddy. Yeah. As long as he ain't fucking putting sugar in the tank or lighting something on fire. I'm like, whatever. Hey, I'm just going to roll the dice with life and let this random ass dude fucking. He was just down there trying to, I guess, allegedly tighten a hose clamp that we, we went to town. You went you went to town like three different times? Every, yeah, three times I went into town to get shit. Which is a good 30-minute drive. 30-minute drive. It reminded me of the gathering again when we when you realize, because what it is is it's not anything you could plan you needed. It's not like we could have made a list in the morning and got all this shit. It's as we started working, we needed more and more shit. So hopefully now we've uh, set the tone for what's happening, and we've got a bunch of impatient people that are absolutely doing nothing and useless as fuck and just standing around and bitching and complaining. And then we have, you know, the guys that are actually doing shit. And then, um... Oh, and we took... Check us out. We took Wayne, the photographer, with us. Who, Wayne, man, soldiered up the whole trip. Good job, Wayne. But if, if you don't know anything about Wayne, he will ask one million fucking questions. Yeah. He's like a child with that. So, like, every couple minutes, he's like, so what's going on with the bus? So what's going on with the bus? And it reminded me of, of like, of, of, I became my dad for a moment. Because you remember when your dad was like, everything was going to shit. It's like, are and, we there yet? Yeah, are we there yet? and you're like, you're like, motherfucker. Like, like, don't ask me anything. I have no new intel. And when you, when you get here, the first day is so important because there's been people that are there for weeks before. People have, um, they let you reserve six months in a day spots. So... It is like the pioneer frontier. Like, hurry up, let's settle our wagons and lay out our lay out our fucking land markers and claim our land. Let me explain to you too the variety of people who are at Jenny Springs. I'm really gonna go into detail here. One, you have all of Duval County there, and if you guys don't know, Duval County is is the Jacksonville area, of Florida, and Duval Hood is fuck. Mm-hmm. Hood as fuck. Like throughout the woods, you could just hear people Duval. So you got all of Duval County there. You have an entire camp of Colombians from Columbia, South America. And that camp, the best thing I found out, Mike, this is something I found out about the Columbia camp. They encircled a bathhouse. So that camp they oh, had. Every time we went in the bathroom, there was a whole fucking a uh, whole line of Colombians. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, that's interesting. I didn't know Colombians like the camp. Yeah. But you're right. They take over. The, the, they, they do, they do this, the stagecoach, like yeah. wagging around the fucking bathhouse because they want that valuable land. Yeah, they own valuable property. And they had to, we had to, me and Mike, we, at first of all, just because me and Mike uh, and A-Aaron was with us too, because we got swag and game, we ended up uh, putting a real vibe together in the, in the bathhouse. We, we, the started, we started, we started a, a Colombian alliance. Yeah. Uh, little did they know that I was the, the dawn of fucking reggaeton music videos. <laughs> so I was like, started, you know, I started coming there with a little attitude because I was like, "Hey, hey, we need to hustle up, player. Come on, man. We need we need two or three dicks in this bathroom. Come on, man. What are you? Oh, come on, y'all gonna hustle up?" 
And then you know that they were just going to be chilling in there until we yeah. came in there and started making some noise. We started making some good, and it was it was fun-hearted. We got the vibe going. We got them, like, telling people to hurry up and shit. Yeah, people were, like, smacking the fucking yeah. shower curtains. I would stick my foot under the shower curtain yep. and just start tapping it to let people know they needed to hurry up. Yeah, we were on that ass, like a prison shower. Yeah. Like, hustle up. Come hustle. on, player. Hustle you get, up. You get, you get to pick three things you wash. Your dick and balls is considered one thing. I was trying Your to put... feet are one other thing. I was trying to put two small dicks in one shower. I was trying to start <laughs> sorting everybody with our dick size. Throwing them in the shower. Hurry up, man. Let me see your cocks right now. I want one big cock and one short cock. I want you guys to clean each other off. Yep. Come on now. So we were in there fucking just barking orders and we were keeping the uncomfortable vibes very loose. They started laughing and joking around. And there's one guy was like, hey, man, I seen you in the Nelk Boys video. Another guy's like, hey, I've been to one of your parties. Yeah. Uh. We ended up gaining 100% Columbia shower privileges. Yeah. Which and, was a lifesaver. And I, we're going to jump around some stories. I know we was trying to tell you about the people that were there. Oh, are we? But, Mike, could you tell, Boy, them, are we? Could you tell them your Colombian oh. shower nightmare story? All right. Well, this is going to take a hot second here. I don't even know where to start. I'm, start with so, you just woke up in the morning. So This, this is, is like day three, right? Day three. And I'm fucking feeling like shit. I got the bubbly guts. Because we're eating nothing but bratwurst and fucking drinking. Mike don't even drink sodas, really, but he's drinking so everything, you know, because it's all oh, I drink. I, I need to go on a soda fucking purge. I literally drank probably like 100 sodas yeah. in the last fucking four or five days. I'm miserable. Yeah, Ugh. too much fucking sugar. Yeah, but, so I oh. take. I had to, as y'all, as y'all probably already know, I'm a clean fat person. So I like to plan my number twos. And we're about a quarter mile else. away from the Colombian shower house. Yeah, so the Colombian shower house is kind of hitting them to the woods, a little like a little fern. Because they took over that area. Yeah. And you don't know that they got a shower house in there. And it's right across the from the general store. So you don't really know. That's like electric spots. So yeah. it's not it's a real tame and quiet area. It's a it's a it's what we call a safe area, low threat area. Yeah, and you need you better have a shower pass to come through their fucking hood and use their shower. Yeah, because you had to literally go through like other people's camp spots. All of Colombia. Yeah, and, and and if you ain't fucking like you don't say you gotta throw up the right signs and shit, or yeah. they're gonna fucking they're gonna get you. So luckily we had already had our Colombian uh, passport stamp. Yeah. So we we roll up. And I I uh, I started strategizing, you know, like I'm, you know, girls like to go do their bathroom stuff together. When you're camping, you always got to bring a bro with you, you know. So I was like trying to find some bros. Like, hey man, who got to take a shit, man? Come on, man. I said, all right, now I know you got to brush some teeth. Now come on, come with me. Nobody want to come with me. It's like eight o'clock in the morning, right? No, this is this is like around like one ish. One ish, okay. Because I had been I had been cleaning up trash for, at our site so long. I have I still have blisters on my hand. I brought my own trash bags, my own fucking... We brought two trash barrels and the trash picker-upper, and I was yeah. literally picking up everyone's trash, that, okay. the so hundreds of people. It's one o'clock, which is prime bathroom shower time. People are in there. Yep. And I'm like, all right, let me just go by myself. I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to go hit one of them stalls. Because the shower house basically has eight showers or so, five or five urinals, and like four stalls. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to take a shit. And then I'll come back later when it when it dies down, and I'll, I'll come take a shower, and then you know, start my day. Well, I roll up there, and I see a fucking line of like twenty motherfucking people, and that's the guys. Forget about the girls. It must have been like sixty ladies lined up, and that's not even inside the door. So I was like, oh my god. So I'm sitting there. I'm all by myself. And the vibe ain't like it was before. Yeah. Everyone's quiet, angry. You could tell like they were like 
No one was laughing and joking yeah. around and shit. So we were kicking it with the homies the night before. Yeah, I was over there talking about, hey, man, should I FaceTime Jay Alvarez or something or what? Yeah. What, should, what should we do? <laughs> you know? And uh, fucking, I get up there. I get in line. Well, as I'm walking up to the shower, it hits me, and I call it backing up traffic. I had to actually squeeze my ass cheeks together. <laughs> And I had to stop. And then my nipples Everybody get hard. Everybody in the office is shaking their head because they see this my at nipples, least once a week in the office. My nipples get hard. I get goosebumps. And I had to fucking duck bill platypus waddle. <laughs> I got to keep my ass cheeks and my thighs together. Not, not duck waddle. Duck bill platypus waddle. Yeah, duck bill platypus. That's some serious waddling, you dig? Waddle so they waddle they waddle I walk, As soon as I walk out of the campsite, because I, I can't go more than 10, 20 feet without someone, yo, my are you know? Yeah. I show up. And I got this, and when they when when they hit me, when those shits hit me, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, he literally faces. makes those faces and noises. He'll do it in the office. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. and you would think like I was like the guy from Spaceballs getting to give birth to an alien on the, on the cafe table. I'm like, <laughs> and this guy's like, yo, Mike Busey, and I could tell they're kind of like disappointed, like, what the fuck is that face? What's what's he doing? Is he okay? So I was like, hey, what's up, yo? And I no, you're like, like macho man. You're like, hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Busey. Yeah. I'm about to duke myself. I'm about to shit all <laughs> over myself. And I just watched a dude. That's a whole other story. We'll get to that one. Um, never mind. So, yeah, I, I had I had ducked and dodged and weaved some of the uh, some of the, the, the followers, the people who knew of, of myself and got in there. And I was like, oh, my God. And I started, I'm just like sweating. <laughs> Like you seen the Ren and Stimpy uh, cartoons when they show the close up, yeah, the dramatic yeah. the eyes. I'm like, no, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I was literally like, all right, if I literally just shit on this wall, <laughs> is it gonna be okay? And I obviously knew the answer was probably gonna be no, but I already had so many people lined up behind me that it was a couple times, and I didn't bring my phone. And, and let me tell you this: so I go there just. What to were take you gonna do with your phone? <laughs> well. I, I don't know. I, I would like pretend I was on the phone, like, "Hey, what's up, gang? How you doing?" I had no, I had no way to play it off. I had no way to play it off, and no one was talking to me. Everyone was angry, just like hungover and shit. And uh, I'm in there. I got a whole line behind me. I was like, "All right, no turnaround now." So the line started moving a little bit, and they kept calling me over, like, "Hey, uh, go pee pee. You gonna go pee?" Yeah, because you didn't have. Oh, tell them why. Why they thought I didn't bring no towel, no toiletries, no body wash, no change of clothes, no nothing. I show up in my sandals, a Hawaiian shirt, and some basketball shorts. Nothing else. No fucking toothbrush. No toothpaste. No change of clothes. Not even a fucking towel. So they just think I'm going to t- take a take a pee. And I said, no, I'm waiting for a shower. And, and the Dukes would come and go, kind of like, you know, like fucking uh, birth pains and shit. You know, fucking, uh, what's the thing the women's have when they're uh, pregnant? Uh, con- uh, contractions. Contractions. I was having shit contractions. So in between of them, I was just kind of waddling, moving along in the line. And it finally came to the fork in the road. Do I go to the shitter or do I go to the shower? And I was like, all right, man. I wasn't prepared for a shower. <laughs> But it's it's it's, it's gonna, we're gonna have to make this we're gonna have to take it back to what we always know and do, and it's a good old waffle stomp. <laughs> and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want a waffle stomp, but I had to fucking. I had. I was like, hey man, why waste my time in the shitter when I know I need to finish in the shower? So what I did, <laughs> I waited and waited. And of course, I get the front stall, right? The front stall, 
And these aren't stalls. These are shower curtains. So at any point, someone could just reach over and fling it open. So I get in there, and I got to hit another shit contraction. And I'm like, Ugh. remember, too, guys. It's quiet as fuck it's, in here. It's quiet as fuck, but also he's, there's no fucking Roomba music. No but one's he's laughing, also, joking. He's, he's also the outsider in an area where everybody else is like with each other. Yeah, and you're talking. I mean, I, I, I'm not bullshitting, Mike. I'd say fifty to a hundred campsites in that little area yeah. of all Colombians. This is their territory. So not only is Mike, he's using his cookout pass hardcore by being in the shower. Uh, he's also about to waffle stuff in it with no fucking way of denying that he's doing it. So I go in, I throw the, the little curtain, the little plastic the shower, shower curtain. Yeah, the, just a shower curtain and a fucking tiled shower. It's a nice shower house. And you, when, you, when you shower in a bathhouse, you got to like leave hints that you're in there. So, yeah, because you want people just flinging. I, it I open. got no towel to fling over. I got no toiletry bag. I got no. <laughs> did you I got, just hold? Did you just hold the top? <laughs> I just took. I took my shirt off and I flung it. I flung it over, and I was like, "Damn! If someone runs off of that motherfucker, I, I got at least no shirt. the shirt. You, you lose the shirt, not the shorts." So then I take my shorts off. So I'm sitting there in my sandals. I got nothing else on, butt ass naked in my sandals. And were got, you at? The, were you at? Because the, there's one shower that had a really low curtain that went all the way to the floor, but the rest of them had like six inches between yeah. well, the I, floor. I had, I had a good six inches, Miguel. Oh, Thank no. you for pointing that out. Because so that means you can see his feet and everything that's going on in that shower house. So I back up to the furthest part of the wall, <laughs> and I already know it's going down. And it's quiet. Remember, this shower house is quiet. Quiet. Day before, we're laughing. Talk. You could, day before, you could have lit firecrackers and shit everywhere. Nobody would have heard it. Yeah. It is like, it is like this. You hear the water. I'm in this stall. And I'm 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 fucking perching. I'm poking. I'm backing up. I'm looking. I was like, oh man. And I, I squat down. And my big ass squatting down. That that's a serious deal. So I'm squatting down. I got my hands up against the shower, other shower wall. And I'm trying to aim my anus for the fucking waffle uh, grade. The drain. Yeah, the grade. The drain, whatever. And I was like, oh my god. And as I get ready to do it, it got almost almost like it got quieter. I was like. Oh, they're they're all about to hear this. This ain't this ain't coming out slow. Here's the thing, too. Mike can't take a quiet shit. Hell no. <laughs> so it's... you know what I try to do? I try to make a, a shit compressor, a suppressor. I take my hand, <laughs> I cup it over my anus, and I fucking I back I back fucking backsplash into my hand <laughs> to try to lower it down into the grade. And that it's worked like a, for the first like squeeze. Pist- it's like a pistol and a pillow. Yeah. It was like I was putting phone books up against fucking pistols and shit. <laughs> And the first one did okay. The second so one. So you shit in your palm the first I one? I heard people stop showering. <laughs> and someone go, damn, manicone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, this time I'm Are just. Are you shitting in your hand? No, at the, uh. at the second one. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hold no more. <laughs> and you said. And then I thought it was going to be very watery, right? Wrong. <laughs> it was a lot of solid in there. A lot of solid shit. So the first load has already clogged the fucking drain. <laughs> all right. So here is all this water coming in. Remember, six inches from the floor is the is the, the curtain. So you could if you if you bent over, we're far back. You could see everything going on. I turned back. I got a little more on the wall than I was hoping. <laughs> so and and here I am. I know that there's at least ten to twenty guys on the other side of this curtain. Getting ready to walk up in this bitch right after I just shit down the drain. And I got a problem. That motherfucker ain't going down right the way I want it. 
and I'm backing up water. I got a little flood, and I see turds floating towards the curtain. So the escaping I'm turd. taking my fucking sandal like a kid in the shoe uh, uh, sandbox, and I'm trying to scrape the turds back towards no, the water drain. Because, guys, there's no lip. If that turd goes under the curtain, oh, it's, it's just going to keep going it's out. It's leaking logs floating yeah. right out the door. It's not going to stop at something. It's going to go to somebody's feet, and then Mike's going to And I know go. they smell it. I know I can smell it. I'm disgusted. It's all over me. I got no. I, I can't. I just can't shit without showering, and I, I'm sorry, Columbia, but I fucking shit. And I pulled a waffle stomp, and I'm sitting there, and I'm pushing down the drain. I'm pushing down the drain, and I think I'm good. And I cleaned up, and I can hear people getting a little more restless. Like I almost feel like someone was like touching the the curtain, the curtain and shit. You know, they pulled a little Miguel putting yeah. their feet under the fucking thing, trying to show dominance. You know, it was like some prison shit going on in there. <laughs> they would have put their foot in there, and a the duke would just. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, hey, hey, mira, mira, you don't want to come to La Puerta, my friend, my thing, friend, caca. If, if you don't understand, you can seriously get your ass handled for something like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is their bathhouse. Mm-hmm. They fucking took over this whole area. We're not even supposed to be in their camp area, and we're using their showers with impunity. And now the fucking gringo that they just kind of know is shitting in their shower. And, and I, know, stuffing I, it up. I know they hear it, and I know they fucking <laughs> smell it. Because I, I, they broke silence. They were like, oh, man, I come. I could hear it. How were you feeling? What kind of tense feelings were you feeling? I was sweating under the water. I was, I was, I had to go from hot. I was like, no, because I want to boil this shit. I started throwing on the cold. Yeah, because you cook the shit when you boil yeah. it. And I'm under like making fucking shit broth, ramen noodles, and, and trying to stomp it on the drain. And I get up and I think I'm done. And then I stand up and then I get another fucking shitterism. And it starts fucking leaking down my leg. And. So I'm already cleaned up. I see more on the wall, and I'm cuffing it. Did you I'm already to turn the water the off? No, I that's had the worst. It. Okay, no, I left it on, and I could tell, like, I could hear like somebody like talking. I would have had. I wish you were there for translating. <laughs> it would have probably sounded like this fat fucking gringo. We're gonna kick his ass. He's, He's shitting, shitting in our shower, <laughs> and, and and they could tell they already knew. What the fuck am I going in the shower with no towel, <laughs> no toiletry bag, plus no change were, of plus clothes? You, you made the switch from shitter line to shower line. Yeah, so I went from the shitter line to the shower line. So they, some of the motherfuckers, that's like, the oh, I'm on to you, my friend. That's the most obvious. I'm in the shitter line. All of a sudden, shower opens up. I'm switching. <laughs> and the shit's greasy, dog. And I, and obviously, I'm trying to clean up. I go over there, the little courtesy, little fucking yeah, uh, shampoo, shampoo things. Little foamy shit, done. Yeah, Game out. over. And then I, I had fucking, I had nothing to do, so I just had to keep washing with water. And then <laughs> I finally, I finally let it go. And then I was like, all right, just don't come out right. I was like trying to play it cool, play it cool. Maybe they had kind of like walked out, and some maybe, maybe some other showers opened showed up. up. Yeah, they yeah, didn't know. I was the hoping that. I fucking put my clothes back on. I got. I'm ringing off. I'm like trying to ring off my yeah, body. Yeah, you got no towel no, with you. No fucking towel. No nothing. Not nothing. Not not even a fucking paper towel. You obviously didn't come there to take a shower. Like they know you went from. Let's recap this. You went from standing in the shitter line with no towel or toiletries to seeing yep. a, sh- a, t- a shower open up and be lining it in there with no towel or toiletries. And now for some odd reason, the shower smells like. Like shit, and yep. they're hearing somebody it's shit. It's quiet. And- they can hear my fucking intestines ripping through the fucking <laughs> pipes. And then I finally get what I could do dried off with my hands, and I put on the clothes I just got done. I feel like Superman goes into one of the uh, 
the phone booths and it comes out like a different man. So I was wearing the same goddamn clothes. <laughs> Sweaty clothes. And I and I could the clothes you wore when you cleaned up all the trash. Uh, so you're putting on clothes that you wore that you've been working in for like three hours. Yeah. So uh, I was like, oh man, it's time to face the music. I I gotta fucking just get up out of here. And all I can remember is like, just don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. I walk out. I look. I I felt like the energy that was lined up because there were there was a long like wooden bench on a wall, and there was like ten motherfuckers yeah. sitting there still, yeah. waiting. I don't know what these other motherfuckers are doing in the shower. They must have been beating their dicks or something. I was in there fucking shitting and trying to clean up because I I even did the double take, the look, make sure I leave no turds on the wall or anything because I, I didn't want to be that guy. And I was like, Mike, just just walk out and don't look. As soon as I come out. Oh hey, Busey! <laughs> and I literally gave him the little elbow, the the Corona yeah. elbow check. Hey, what up, man? How you doing? And then he wanted to take a fucking picture, but he couldn't. Like his phone wouldn't work or something. Yeah. And I was like, I, I guess I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I, I just kind of like panicked and just. Like, <laughs> and as I walked, flee. as yeah. I walked, I guess I rolled up on two hot girls pissing in the woods. <laughs> And they were like, don't look, don't look. And I was like, I was like, don't. I would purposely did like the courtesy look the opposite way. Almost ran into a tree. And that was, that was shitting with me. That was a fucking. And <laughs> shitting in the club. It was way worse ever, when I did Did you ever go back to the Columbia camp? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. That's the last I seen of me. I haven't back, I haven't been back there since, Miguel. Oh, the Columbia camp, man. Were that we- was a, that was, that's, that's what it is. Like trying to be a fat, clean guy, trying to shit in the woods and strategizing and, and it's it, it's crazy out there. There's thirty plus thousand people there. That's the thing. Thirty and, and like we said, there's whole camps of people like that. Like the Columbia camp to me was the most impressive because it was it was a fucking that was their territory. You know, I like, knew when I was s- s- fucking waffle stomping at that moment. I was like, well, at least I got some fucking podcast story to talk about. <laughs> Pushing it down the drain. Besides, like like I said, all of Duval County's there. There's all these Latino camps. There's straight up redneck like fucking villages there too. Then there's something that only saw a couple of them because you got to really be looking for them, but there's rainbow people out there too. And if you guys don't know what rainbow people are, rainbow people, um, first of all, they fucking suck. But the rainbow people live in the woods. Like, they're hippies that live in, like, the Ocala National Forest and all that stuff. And when rainbow people show up places, I gave Chris and Aaron the speech beforehand. If you see a rainbow person by your camp, you have to get them the fuck out of there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're casing you. They're casing you. They steal shit from there. And they, they, always, they always come across real nice. Hey, what's up, bro? Trying to spark a dube or something like that. But you do not let a motherfucking rainbow person near your shit. They're hustling. And all they do is they, 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 they dumpster dive, they steal. They got babies. Like, hey, just me and my baby trying to get some eat. You got like 10 bucks, player? Mm-mm. You take that baby, you throw that baby away so they have yeah. to go chase it, man. Yeah, far away. I'm pretty sure they stole our tubes. Oh, we, I'm pretty we, sure. We got like, I'd say like $500 of brand new tubes that we had bought on Amazon stolen. Yeah. I think one of them we didn't even actually air up. They just stole the whole box. Yeah, they're like, come on, let's grab it, bro. They're they're at the fucking, they're selling to someone else. Like, hey, man, man. we've got this, they got this elaborate story. Yo, man, so my wife, uh, she, uh. This is my wife, Junebug. She's not feeling good. Man. We just bought this. It's brand new out of the box. You want this, man? We'll give it to you for like 200, man. Yeah. And then the, the thing, too, with the Rainbow People, everything with Rainbow People starts with, hey, man. Hey, yeah. man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Fucking dirty predator braided motherfuckers, man. So some of our members were having uh like a 
all night fucking ecstasy mushroom, mushroom party or something. Not my vibe. But I go down there to check it and mingle mingle with the members and you know because um, they were down the road. They're like a quarter mile down the road from us. And we just had ended. We were good. We were good uh, campers, just like we promised. Um, and right as we showed up and started setting up our fucking debacle of production. Because we're putting on a show there. No one's paying us for this. We're spending thousands of our own dollars just to... This is just camping trip for everybody else, but we're fucking putting on a show out there. Yeah, there's we literally have people lined up in front of our trailer. We, we had, had like a backstage had, area. Yeah, we had a couple hundred people in the crowd. We brought a buffet with a hot yeah. dog roller. Like shit you would never think that would go on a we're camping We're tossing out trip. hot dogs to the fucking crowd. We're giving out drinks. We're giving out water. Yeah. Like just... Just trying to be uh, show people a good time, and uh, hundreds and hundreds and if not thousands of people were surrounding yeah. our thing all night. We've got the pictures. We're going to post them up on the site soon, but you'll see. It's no, like they're actually fucking, on there right now, Miguel. Oh, perfect. It's like, a, it's like a music my, festival. Yeah, if you go to MyBusic.com or if you're a member, uh, you'll be, you can actually see all the uncensored uh, photos, and Chris and Aaron right now have been working on the videos, a lot of fucking great content. A lot of fucking titties, a lot of wild shit. There's a couple as the sauces turns. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Apparently, when you cut off your party at midnight, some of these motherfuckers, ain't, they ain't ready to go to sleep. They, like, that's the worst part. What, these guys have been drinking all day, and by midnight, they're at their peak. And yeah. so, Woo! when we cut it off, Woo! and we have girls dancing on stage Woo! and party, we had bounce house going with foam machines, and then we're like, all right, guys, midnight, time to go. And the first night we did that... Within minutes of us ending it, about six di- different fights just erupted in the crowd. So remember the guy that was nice enough to let us camp next to him? I said, hey, <laughs> just let you know, it's going to get a little crazy over here. And they're looking at me like, oh, yeah, whatever. How crazy could it get? <laughs> Not knowing there's going to be a thousand people standing around his <laughs> yeah, site. I never thought about that. That guy, didn't, that guy had a thousand people just standing in front of his campsite. I have on camera... Some other dude slamming him and slamming another dude and choking him out up against his camper. Oh yeah, I remember that. His friend actually too. The next, his friends left. The guy who was uh, staying next to us, they left during that fight. That fight because there were many fights. They left and they went to somebody else's campsite because they were like, "This is too much." Because they yeah. were staying with him in the RV. Oh yeah, cockblock. I had a lot of girls come yeah. out to meet me, and you have no cell phone service by the way, no internet, no nothing. Well, and then they were like, "Yeah, I was gonna come out to your bus, but it was like." Hundreds of people standing around. I just couldn't handle that. Well, when his friends came back in the morning, their car was dented up from people fighting on it. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, the whole fucking door was dented on the side. Brian Idol and his girl had to literally like uh, wrangle drunk fucking Brads and Chads off their fucking <laughs> off their fucking Jeep. Yeah, it was literally like. All good vibes, a good time, and you know we we've tried to be it, respectful it. of the, the park rangers. They said, "Hey, yeah, we're doing this new thing. We're gonna cut off." The, first, they didn't, they didn't want us to have no stage, no DJ, uh, not more than one speaker, which we had brought several speakers and subs and lighting towers and fucking light movers, and we brought a whole goddamn nightclub, yeah, and, and more so trailer with stripper poles and shit and foam machines, you name it, and uh, they were like. Hey, Mike, you know, we, we know you come out here every year, and you're always good and respectful, but uh, listen, uh, we're doing something a little different. Uh, can't have this, can't have that. And I just looked, and I was like, this is, at this point, I don't have power inside the bus, and, you know. So I'm, like, thinking I might not even be here. I might be leaving. So I just looked. I said, I just, something mature in my mind over, over, overtook me. In my heart, I was like, all right, I could argue with these motherfuckers, but I ain't going to win. Or I could, yeah. just, I could just say, oh, yeah, sure, and act all compliant. And I knew that would actually like fuck them up because yeah. 
then they would they would just kind of leave me alone even more. So I said, hey, it's your place. You're the boss, man. I'm just here to have a good time, whatever you say. And my by me like being mature and, and just being compliant, they didn't bust their balls Mm-mm. at all. They were super nice and cool. And they actually, we heard like rumors that people were like accusing us of like, I don't know, paying them off or something yeah. and, and having them like we were the only ones to have a party. Yeah, that's not true at all. We we fucking we were je- we were at the, we were at their mercy too, you know. Yeah, so we were just nice to them. We just cut it right off. It. We didn't even we even did the super super duper mature thing that you never do is they didn't even come remind us or tell us. We just went and killed it right at midnight. Yeah, but when we did kill it at midnight and all those fights broke out, we our crew even got into a fight, and it it it, it it's on film. We've got it all. It, it'll be on the video. But uh, it it it's good to watch because here's the thing and here's the truth. Members came out of nowhere, as usual, to help yep. us out in this thing. But I really believe this, and I mean this, and I think everybody here will agree with me. It was a real big morale booster because the night had kicked Nothing our ass. Nothing came together like a good old fucking throwdown. Yeah, because we're already all looking at each other like fucking, I'm sick of this motherfucker already. I'm yeah. tired of this and this shit. And then what happens? Here's what happens. It's it, Since we were fucking boys in grammar school, here's what happens after a fight. You and your homeboys spend maybe four minutes fighting. You spend hours for the rest of the night going over the fight yeah then, man i had him like this and the next, and next thing you know, i came behind him to this and there's nothing better than when other people are talking about what you did in the fight that's the best part about after a fight so was like oh did you see when fucking aaron came and grabbed that dude because you don't want to tell people what you did because it just starts sounding weak and, and you, for the record mike Busey doesn't like to be violent however um you uh, i feel bad for anyone who came out there that wanted to start shit there was the second night I actually like kind of like was laughing. I was like, dog, you don't want to do this, dog. And they looked at me like really like, fuck you. Because they had said that Rowdy Rob had jumped one of their homies. Mm-mm. And I was like, so hold on. That guy right there in the white bucket hat, Miller hat, he jumped one of your homies. So singular on singular, correct? I was like, I don't think that's a jumping. Yeah, I think he just whooped your homie's ass. Yeah. And then, and then they tried to come up behind us. And yeah. flank us from the left and the right, and there was like some dope boys, and and two of them were really cool. One of them was just he was just talking a little too much, and he didn't know we had like fucking Brian Idol, we had Tree, yeah, um, Eddie Savage was there, Eddie Savage was there, fucking all his uh, dope boy homies, yeah, and then and then we had fucking goddamn uh, uh, a troop who's like a fucking. A, a, a damn fucking uh, MMA fighter. MMA boxer. fighter got cauliflower out the fuck. He don't even have goddamn ears. Mm-hmm. Like fucking Vincent Van Gogh and yeah. shit. <laughs> when you see cauliflower got, ears, look, you just know you probably should back the fuck up, player. Yeah, Troop's ears look like fucking crawler donuts just on the side of his head. Uh-huh. Yo. <laughs> and then without throwing any punches or getting crazy, we just we talked it out very civilly, and I think they finally like uh, you know saw our side of the uh, of the, yeah. the point. And I told him, I literally said, "Hey, man." If y'all got problems, man, come back and talk to us tomorrow, man. Talk, come to, I literally say, come make an appointment. You yeah. can't come up in the middle of this good vibe. We're trying to keep this party going. We got phone machines and bitches going everywhere and crazy shit. I was like, come back tomorrow. And then we wind up like taking shots together and being cool. And, and, and then I just, you know, because here's the thing. I joke around about saying, come party with me and die. But when I go to Jenny Springs, I'm being dead ass serious. 
People fucking died. Oh, yeah. At least five people we know confirmed died. Five deaths. One person was stabbed to death. One person was killed by a possible... Not at our party, for the no, record. No, 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 no. One person was killed possibly by a staff member over there picking him up and slamming him. There were two overdoses that we know about. We don't know how the fifth person died. I kept hearing somebody say drowning, but I felt like that we would have all known more about that, you know? Yeah, I don't but know. I tell you, I tell you, man. Um, and rest in peace in those people. It sucks. Could you imagine going camping and thinking you're going to go have fun and you actually die? This is the sad one. Then that I heard about the girl who OD'd was that her friends woke up in the morning and saw her in her tent. She was already dead, but they didn't know. And so they left her thinking she was sleeping and went down to the spring to go tube. And then they came back later on. She was still in the tent, and they left her. And it wasn't until a couple hours later that they were like, something's wrong with her, and they checked on her, and she was dead. And this is what I told. I actually told one of the guys that uh, that came to like start beef with us the second night because I told him, I said, bro, I said, I said I don't know how many guys you, you got, but I know you got a lot, and I know we got a lot. And I go, and I know it's going to escalate. I told him when, I was, when he was like, popping shit, I said, it's going to escalate. I was like, and somebody's going to get shot, or somebody's going to get stabbed. I was like, and, and we're going to lose guys, and you're going to lose guys. And I said, all because we want to go tubing down a fucking river. You know, that's all Jimmy Springs is, tubing down a river. And I really, I, I, I swear to God, Mike, when me and him were talking there for a moment, he didn't like back down anything, but I know it registered in his head too. Like, yeah, we're all just trying to tube down a river. Why the fuck should anyone get it's, hurt it's over It's that this? mentality of people. It's Everyone's been to that party where these assholes show up and they're all trying to act hard and be cool. And that shit's not cool. Mm -mm. Like, you know what doesn't get you laid? Is acting, trying to act like a fucking hard ass. No one's yeah. like, no girl's gonna be like, oh my god, he's such a hard ass. Let me fuck him real quick. Yeah. No, no girl wants to see someone get shot or stabbed. Nothing will yeah. cock block your night by seeing a shooting or a stabbing. Yeah. So I, um, I I'm not trying to tell anyone how to live, but I, I recommend you not uh, pull a gun out or a knife at a party. I'm gonna tell you this much. It's not if, a good, not a good look. If you want to know what's gonna get you more pussy at a party, and the options are stabbing somebody or pouring fireball shots down somebody's throat, it's the fireball shots, not the stabbing. Maybe save a, a baby from a, an alligator's throat or something. Like, yeah, you know, come up, be a little more. If you want to really get pussy and be a badass, yeah, do something cool. Bring an alligator. Borrow one of your friend's babies. Borrow a rainbow baby. Yeah, borrow a rainbow they're baby. Not, they're not documented, so nobody knows. If if, if this yeah. doesn't work out... You know they didn't have no birth Yeah, you just got to break them off with like 20 bucks, and they'll be like, what happened to my baby Moonbeam? And we're like, the alligator got it, and here's 20. And they're like, these things happen, man. Hey, man, you want to buy try an to tell Moonbeam not to fucking go over there. They'll write the police report. My baby went into that alligator's mouth fair and square. And yeah. The cops will know it's bullshit because they'll see them eating cheeses. It's like, where'd you get food from? Oh, fuck. I traded my baby for a bag of hot Cheetos. <laughs> well, hey, with that real quick. We've that's, got how, more. that's how we're segging into yeah. this? <laughs> Steal a baby and an alligator and then, and then plant a uh, fake rescue <laughs> yeah. to get pussy? But with that, we're going to our break. We come back. We have tons of more stories of Jenny Springs. But before we go to break, let's, uh, oh, let's go ahead and uh, thank Todd Carlson from Mount Vernon. Washington, Robert Follow of West Chapel, Florida, Dustin Hubert of Serenco, Illinois, Stephen Richardson from La Crestana, <laughs> California, Jordan Stark from Kansas City, Missouri, it's Patrick like, Edwards. It's like he's trying to keep his story straight. Orlando, Florida, Gerald Vaughn from Rawway, New Jersey, Dustin Dunsbury, Lakeland, Florida, Stephen Cox, Marion, Ohio, Sean McLean from Elicid, Ohio, 
Damian Taylor from Orlando, Florida. Michael Trammell from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Dixon Swole from Atlanta, Georgia. Deanna Distich from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mike Roach from St. Cloud, Florida. Become a member. We're going to read your name and your city and your state. And I probably butchered half of those, but whatever. <laughs> Hey, I think it, I, I feel I feel pretty good about this. I think you did good. When we come back. I got some names too. We got more stories of Ginny Springs, and uh, you're listening to the Mike VC Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life for just under a dollar a day. Become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at MikeBC's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience i've been following mike bc for quite a while i've been a member for about three months and i'll tell you what it's the best been the best three months of my life Memberships you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago, so but I'm I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track. Swim in our lake. Enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, Enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, 
football, dodgeball, enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The members weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's gonna show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Hey, we're back, and it's hot as fuck. It's literally 10 degrees hotter. What I'm you guys, sweaty. What you guys don't know is the podcast room is not insulated at all. It looks beautiful. It's a garage with some very expensive Amazon curtains 
and a lot of shitty fucking masks, except Corn Man. He's the man. And <laughs> it is hot as fucking here. And we had to turn off the refrigerators, the ice maker. How many, we turned off two ACs, yeah. two, three refrigerators. And it, 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 it's the garage, which is connected to the laundry room, too, which is just a hot ass. And I room. have the, the laundry room door getting reupholstered right now by our golf cart guy who started our golf carts. Now he's upholstering fucking 11-foot doors. What is, how is he upholstering your door? He's putting cobra skin on it. <laughs> he did the front one, and then I'm, now it looks so fucking good that I can't have the door behind it look like shit. So I, I had him take it out the fucking hinges. It's a giant ass, like a... Like a I, I, I it's 11-foot. It's, it's like a size of a goddamn polar bear or something. Like yeah, it's it's, I think huge. it's nine feet or something. It's, it's, it's a tall-ass door. And I have a giant roll of fucking cobra skin that he is upholstering in. And he's adding like a, he's also like adding like a pillow top. It's to called it. tufting. Tufting, yeah. <laughs> he's tufting our door. Yeah, it's like both you, sides too, double sided tuft. Those old New York steakhouses that had that, that like red <laughs> puffy with the little buttons and shit in it. Little cute ass little window. Little cute ass windows with uh, cobra skin. Yeah, we got we got a little cobra skin laundry room door action about to come back. So. Meanwhile, people were like trying to do the laundry, and we're like staring at them, like "Not now, motherfucker! Go, motherfucker! Fuck, go, go!" And then we got an ice maker in there that's just fucking generating heat. Here's <sighs> the thing about an ice maker: if you don't know an industrial ice maker, inside freezing, next to it, hot ass yeah. fuck as it's making that ice. I am. We got. Hey, seriously, guys, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to move this podcast or something. We might have to take the summer off, guys. Podcast yeah. is. It's hot in Florida. I don't know if y'all know this, but this shit it gets hot. I am. I am drenched. You see this? This is sweat player. Real fucking sweat. I'm sweating fucking crown royal and fucking chewy sprees. I was also doing a lot of sweating at Jenny Springs. It was hot it was as fuck. fuck. So we finally got our fucking generator running. And of course, it started running and it went out again like three more times and it finally went. And at that point, I was like, I just gave up the ghost. And it was getting too late to turn back because at night, it gets wild out there. Real wild. You can feel the energy of the entire place change. It's it is spring break, but lawlessness. It's like spring break in Vietnam. Yes. You know, like we saw, like I said, we saw the the police or the excuse me, the EMTs uh, come and with a helicopter take somebody out who'd been stabbed, and people were tripping shrooms and everything. So people are like, yeah, like cheering the helicopter on. I think it's safe to say, other than maybe a few accidental situations, anyone who uh inflicted any type of injury or death it was probably provoked uh by themselves yeah hey guys if you're gonna do drugs cool do your drugs but be responsible yeah don't start shoving things up your asshole oh tell taking way too much tell them tell them about i'm glad i'm glad i mentioned that because uh after we killed our party each night I moseyed over to Jeff. I don't know what member Jeff was doing over there. Yeah, Jeff, I didn't he see you, He had an you, illegal man. underground uh, drug drug ring going on. Jeff, like, why did you have a Sprinkling mushrooms opium and acid den. everywhere. What was going on, Jeff? Yeah, why did you have an opium den? Center? Why did you put the, the lives of the members in, uh, in, you don't in the do Lord's drugs. hand? Jeff, do you do drugs? Jeff, just tell us the truth, Jeff. Well, legal drugs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're a fucking you're a pill junkie, but that's because the government got you on it. But you don't do fun drugs, you know? <laughs> you don't do fun drugs. And your camp was the fucking Mushroom Kingdom, man. I go over there at like 2 a.m. And Jeff's out there. Come get your drugs, yeah. kids. Hey, kids. You Be like get me. F- you want to get high? He's got McGruff the Crime Dog doing lines and, 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 and fucking uh, uh, the Smokey the Bear. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, 
I was like, all right, let me go fucking go, let me go talk to the members and. Keep oh man, it real. I do add though they did have some mil- midnight hamburger action going on there. That was fucking killer. Can someone grab Jetta and put her up here because she's gonna she's gonna cry uh, from now on? If Jetta, girl, you can't jump up here, girl. You can't reach your girl. Yeah, girl. So like two o'clock in the morning, uh, we would go over to Jeff's Thank camp. You, Jeff. Uh, the opium den. So I went there. I was on the undercover operation because I'm a you know I'm an undercover police officer. So I was going in there and check out the narcotic scene and uh, try to be uh, try to witness to some of these uh, these these lawless and ungodly fucking people just consuming delicious drugs in the woods. Yeah. And I go over there, over there to you know do the Lord's work, and I see this guy sitting on a picnic table with a shirt on. But it took me a second to realize, because I was obviously under the influence of uh, alcohol, okay, A legal drug, people. A legal drug. Not something that kills people unless you're driving or beat your wife or yeah. you have an alcoholism problem that kills you. But other than that, perfectly Yeah, so I'm sitting, there just, I'm sitting there drinking, just chilling. I look over there, and there's a dude sitting on this bench, kind of bobbing and weaving, talking to himself. And I, and I happen to notice that this guy ain't got no pants on. And, uh, and I'm not one to, to dick shame anybody. But I see this guy's got a little wiener just like me, except, Miguel, this guy's covered in shit. His thighs were completely covered in shit. His back of his legs were covered in shit. And here's the thing. He was tripping balls. And he would stay. When I got there, he would stand there. And this was, this was the ritual. He would kind of jack his dick for a little bit and look around. Like he couldn't he was see anyone. playing with his wiener vigorously. Yeah, he like, vigorously played with his wiener, but look around, and he was looking like through people. Like, okay, nobody's here. Then after he would jack his dick, he would stick his finger, finger up pop his, his ass. Then he would remove his finger and smell it. And dead this ass, was the ass. motherfucking ritual. And here's the thing. Everybody else is barbecuing and hanging out around this. I'm over here trying to eat a hamburger. I'm over here trying to get my drink on, try to have a threesome with my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to talk to a couple girls, and he's, like, standing there staring at us. And I mean covered in shit, guys. Covered in shit. Like, he sat on a balloon full of shit, and it sprayed everywhere. But the weirdest part is nobody's making a big deal about this other than us laughing at it. But, like, he's just standing in a corner... Covered in shit, getting a little wild with his dickhead, finger popping his asshole, smelling the finger, reset, start all over again. Chris, if you can go to this camera here. Uh, I got a little video here. And uh, this is me rolling up on this dude. And you can see, you don't know he's naked, but all of a sudden, he's sitting there playing with his wiener. Oh, t-shirt and no panties on, too. Yeah. And look, yep, see? If you're a member of MyBeast.com, you can see this video. This guy's playing with his wiener. And look at his thighs. Covered in shit. Coated. And I can't, I can't believe I'm seeing this, Miguel. Yeah, the commotion this around. It's a grown-ass man covered in shit. Yeah, and then also, every now and then he would look at you like, oh, they don't know. Look they don't this. know. Look at this shit. Finger popping his asshole. Absolutely disgusting. And I'm just like, I'm baffled. Yo. Because why do any drug that's going to make you do that? Who's man is this? Who's man is this? So I'm talking to him and he's trying to act like. Oh, he's got coated in shit. You good? I'm checking on him. You got shit on you, player? <laughs> My guy, you got shit on you, player? He's like, yo, man. He's, he's like, good? what? 
No, dog. Now, mind you, listen to the rest of the commentary as everybody else is just doing their thing. Eating, eating, eating burgers. Late night burgers. Fucking Jeff's over there fucking handing out drugs to people. Mm-hmm. Jeff's like, hey, man, this is a little black tar heroin. You're going to like this. But if you want a little <laughs> bit of a more like clean finish, this is China White. You kids, get out of here. Get out of here, you, you, know, you little rascals. Oh, he's got little kids back there bagging it up and shit. I walked out there. There was nothing but 10 big girls butt naked with fucking masks on, bagging up fucking yep. amphetamines. And Jeff, Hefe's operation. You don't understand. When we went to Columbia, there was one day where Jeff went on a stroll by himself. Mm-hmm. He met the plug. And now fucking Jeff is moving that shit back and forth, man. He goes home. His mom's like, Jeffrey, what's going on? I watched him straight up. like cocaine. He's like, hey, ma, don't ask about my fucking business. You you like this double wide? Huh? You like watching all your stories? Slap the shit of his mom. How the fuck you think I provide for that, huh? Hey, mom, you want to watch your fucking stories on that big ass TV I bought you, you fucking bitch? I watched him smack Electron John in the face one day, and then John grabbed Jeff's hand and kissed it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I'll fuck Amy right now. Yeah. John, I'm, a, I'm the new boss around here. Yeah, man. Tree cut off. One time, Tree said something rude to Jeff, and I saw him outside cutting off a piece of his pinky. He cut off a piece of his own fucking pinky and gave it to Jeff, and Jeff was like, Never, never show me again, John. Yeah. Never show me again. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck is going on here, John, man? You, 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 you Just because you're a fucking clown, you think you could treat me like a fucking clown? Yeah. You man. know? So yeah, uh, Jeff is. We didn't know this, but he's a drug lord. He is a drug. That's why he gets all these doggers from these girls we bring by, man. Because really, what they're doing is they're, they're fucking putting a little package of coke underneath his balls, dropping it off so he can test it. And then that's oh, what happened. No. That's what happened to this dude. This dude couldn't find the fucking sack of yay that he had shoved up his ass. Jeff, what happened to that guy? Did he live or no? Was he one of the five that died? He lived. What do you mean you believe? What kind of camp you got running over yeah, there, Jeff? I you're running a drug enterprise. You don't even know if your guys are making it, huh? That guy drove to the airport? Was he covered in shit still? Uh, I think Tree cleaned him up. Tree oh. cleaned him up? Yeah. I'm not clean. I told them to throw him in the fucking river. Listen, you're talking. Uh, this is a guy who shits in the shower. I'm over here complaining about the guy shitting this is a guy on the camp. Shit, this is a guy shits himself once a month, but like a gentleman. At least I got water off. nearby and yeah. shit. I mean, this guy's just out of fucking You don't control. fucking finger pop your asshole and smell it. I just loved how the ritual had a rhythm because he never broke it. It was dick check, dick check, finger pop, asshole, smell it. Dick check, dick check. Captain, come it. Captain, come it. <laughs> we, this guy was literally just sitting there as if no one was watching him. Yeah, he was like, thank God I'm in the spirit world. Because if like, I was in the regular world, I'd look like a fool right now. Also, oh, it smells stank. <laughs> it was, I've never seen a dude finger pop his asshole covered in shit at a, at a fucking barbecue. He didn't give himself party. a dick jack every time. Yeah, he was flopping around. Like, you know, like when you're trying to get it hard real quick, you know the girl's going to come over. He's like, come on, come yeah. on, come on, come on, come on. He's like sh- fucking rattling around like a fucking cage. It was really awkward to watch. So at that point, I, I think I kind of was like, all right, I've seen enough tonight. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to go back to our camp. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my bus, and uh, y'all let me know. And then we, we you know, uh, the second night, uh, when I wasn't being cock-blocked by no cell phone or internet service, we uh, had, had this cute little blondie uh, come out this way. And uh, me and Miguel, you know, we're not stingy. You know, sometimes yeah. we, just, we just let them choose. So I was like, hey, you know, what's up, girl? You trying to you trying to get down with me and my chick, you know? Da-da-da. And I was pretty drunk at the time, but all I can remember her uh, kind of dancing around being sexy. And then Wayne be like, oh, guys, you, you want me to do a photo shoot? <laughs> I'm like, Wayne, it's four in the morning. Uh, we're, trying to, we're trying to fuck, okay? Yeah. I just saw a guy covered in shit, finger popping his <laughs> asshole. I'm not trying to do a photo shoot right now, player. Uh, my my sand my fucking feet look like I've been fucking walking around the, the yeah. Tarzanian I had, I had fucking Gandhi's, desert. I had Gandhi's feet, you know? Yeah. 
And then uh, this one little cutie patootie, um, this is the one way to turn me off real quick, is uh, mention 400 times in an hour if, if I have any Coke. Yeah. This girl's like, yo, you got any Coke? You got any Coke? You got any Coke? Coke, 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 if she would have gone to Jeff's camp, she would have been fine. She's like the free cola uh, yeah. horn. She breaks out this horn in the hills of the Netherlands. She's like fucking a summer dress up yeah. in the mountains and shit of the Netherlands. You know what she should have done? She should have been like, yeah. yeah, so it's uh, the cocaine condor. So me, <laughs> me, me, and fucking Miguel were trying to trying to get down like fucking Bobby Brown, but yeah. this bitch is talking about cocaine every five seconds. Every five seconds, she's going out to her car in the darkness, and we're trying to say, hey, you know, you might want to be safe. You know, yeah. my fucks are dying out here. You know, it was getting so bad to one point that uh, Rowdy Rob and my girlfriend and Misha were it was deep, dangerous. In, the, deep yeah. in the jungle with the, the black um, fucking limo. And you got to uh, understand, too, the jungle cart. in the daytime, you're riding by. People are like, you want a burger, buddy? Hey, man, first time at the Springs. People yeah. are like, hey, brother, come here, man, get a beer. They're blowing bubbles and yeah. shit. Oh, man, peace, love, and happiness, man. But the sun goes down. They're sharpening their blades yeah. on fucking granite stones. Dude, we shank saw, everybody we saw comes by. a guy in a truck throw a fucking <laughs> igloo cooler at a person's face. Yeah, for nothing, like for nothing. Yeah, it gets it gets that all that peace, love, and happiness goes right out the fucking window as soon as the sun goes down. It is like I literally felt like I was at a redneck BML riot in the fucking woods. It yeah. was like at any moment something was gonna hit the back of your head, yeah, or something was gonna catch on fucking fire, or someone's gonna get shot. It was like you could feel the energy in the air. Am I right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, no, Guys, no, no, everyone's no. in the room. Is there? Can I get yeah. a yes? Is that a yes? Yeah. The energy was fucking like it was tense. Like this wasn't one of those. Oh, let's go trolling through the woods Mm-mm. and look for some poon. No, it's like all right, get your back up against mind this you, tree. Mind you, look, we got look behind you. We got a scally. Uh, this scally with curly hair named Shy. Who's just popping in and out of the woods in yeah. the most dangerous places? I went walking through the woods. I was nervous as fuck. I was walking through one part she's of the woods. She's on a cock tour. Yeah, and she just comes like dancing. La la la, la 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 la. She's like, "Where are you going, Miguel?" And I was like, "I'm I'm heading back to the RV. You want to come?" She's like, "I'll be back later. Let me let me investigate this dark tunnel. You know, oh, some dicks there." Yeah. So and Jeff's like, "You want a little cocaine? I'll put it on the tip of my dick." You could snort it up. No, we're just joking. Jeff doesn't do drugs. He doesn't, but his hoes do because he's a drug lord. Yeah. Um, anyway, Rowdy Rob in the golf cart. Yeah. Yeah. So Rowdy Rob came back without my golf cart, and I was like, "Oh, uh, what's going on?" He's like, "Hey, man, listen, we had to, we had to abort mission." I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "We were deep in the jungle, and it was getting too dark, and I had too many pretty ladies with me, and I had to fucking, I had to do what was best." I was like, what do you mean? You just left it there? He's like, yeah, I had to. So he, I guess he talked to some campsite, and they were cool with them backing up because basically it was fucking eight new yeah. seats for them, to, eight new gator seats for them to sit on. So we got this like $12,000 fucking golf cart just hanging out in the woods, and there's there's no way you're getting it back because um, it's like ass to elbow. It's like backed up traffic in the woods, and uh, we had to make an executive decision that they had to stay there until, until yeah. things calmed down a little bit. Meanwhile, uh, we're at the, the the campsite, and you know, me and Miguel put in a lot of work, and, and tired, and yeah, you know, we're trying to just take a load off. And, and I see Miguel; he he finds him a little pretty sexy little thing, and and I seen you on the bus, so I kind of like, 
unlike some of these other motherfuckers right here, like they cock block each other. I I offer my back quarters to anyone, and and then and then you know I try to make a, a, a an intelligent of some uh, evaluation of the situations and say, all right, so I need to fall back, soldier, or if yeah. I need to jump on something. Always, me, always. So so I, what happened? I, I saw you with a pretty little lady. You saw me in, with the, in, the, in the bus. You saw me with this lady on the bus, and uh, and woman and you, of, the, of the night woods. One of the night woods, yeah, uh, definitely too. May I add, definitely like. Uh, uh, there's scallies for locations and there's scallies for home. Like this was not a home scally. And she yeah. was cute. She was cute as fuck. But this scally had like she had she had the fucking post Malone tats on her neck and on her face. It's not electricity scally. Mm-mm, no, no. A banging though. Banging scally, man, man. Yeah. She was fine. And so uh me and her are kicking it, we're kicking it on the bus, kinda of getting a little kinda of get a little vibe going, you know. So you know, I'm like, I'm going to get a little stank finger. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get a little stank finger on this action, right? Oh, you about to get some stank finger, all right. Uh, here's the thing. But you, I, everyone heard of that festival pussy? This is day three in the, in the woods. <laughs> day two. Day two. I'm a gentleman. Oh. Uh, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's actually <laughs> it's actually the flip side. But the bus has got all these different color lights. It's not bright light, Oh, right? it's the bus so, lights, listen, huh? Listen, listen. So I can't really see what's going down. So I'm getting a little stank finger, man. Doing a little thing, man. Trying to get her to go to the back of the bus. She's got a girlfriend who's actually on stage dancing at the time. So she said, my girlfriend's dancing. I'm like, I'm like all right, all right, all right. So, what do you mean stage by the trailer that we yeah, put the, the golf cart yeah. on? In like which backstage area and which, shit. Which there was two big girls got on the stage and good for them. They were doing their tricks. But we're all staring at the fucking trailer at this point because planks of it are coming up and down. Oh, yeah. Doug's like, the lights, the yeah. fog machine. <laughs> no. The big girls had the whole thing rocking. But anyway. Bus, dark lights, right? A little thing, right? Get down, try, try to get to the back of the bus. She's like, no, I got my girlfriend there. She's like, maybe when my girlfriend leaves. I'm like, all right, all right. But this is what I forgot. I had been like lighting citronella candles, putting stage stuff up. When we got done and she walked out of the bus, I went to go wash my hands. And I realized my hands were covered in dust, soot, citronella oil, fucking You about to give this bitch a yeast infection. Yo, that bitch got Saturn puss, yo. Oh, man. <laughs> it had fucking generator grease on my hands. Because oh, I couldn't man. see. I couldn't see when it was all dark and shit. Yeah, you had to use a condom to finger banging girl out there in the woods. Boy, it's hard. That girl, that girl woke up her pussy was closed shut, yo. Oh. Oh, man. Like pink eye. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully no one smoked a cigarette near her vagina. Fucking, <laughs> fucking caught on fire. So while smoking a cigarette, fucking John comes up walking. They're like, hey, we need help. They, all they told John was, we need help with the electrical on the bus, right? But what it was was the electrical fuel pump. So John comes up, cigarette dangling from his mouth, walks under, sticks his head right under the bus, and there's just fuel everywhere. He oh. pops back like, what the fuck? Yeah, we we were, we definitely soldiered up. I want to thank everybody who helped pack and helped unpack. Even though I just saw a cooler outside by the by the garage door, it's cool. Whatever, y'all was wasting some cheese. No big deal. Whatever. <laughs> um, overall, uh, thank you to the I would say thousands of people that came uh, to our campsite. Tell the members. Hope you enjoyed the hot dogs and, and the alcohol, and uh, hope you uh, had a good time and hope you didn't die. And uh, thanks to Jenny Springs for letting us come out. Yeah. We, we really appreciate it. And um, Don't die, guys. When you yeah. go to these things, don't die. Don't take so much drugs that you're, you're, you're dancing in your own shit and smelling your it, finger popping guy, your asshole. Yeah. A guy who's never done drugs, I'm not going to tell you not to do drugs. I'm going to tell you to do drugs responsibly because you're not gonna, I'm not going to stop you. Just be smart with it. Don't, don't be shoving 
too much shit that you don't know, you never done, or you don't know where it came from, you know. They got kits now, you can test the shit, you know, make sure they got no fucking fentanyl and whatever the fuck that yeah. shit is. Let me I, tell you this, you never have to test your weed, so just smoke weed. Yeah. Yeah, be, be try to, a lot of these serious injuries or death, I, I feel that they come from someone trying to be too hard, trying to, trying to buck off, because here's the deal, you could be with a hundred motherfuckers, you can have a hundred guns on you, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. There's always some dumb motherfucker who cares less about his life and I his went. Freedom. I went one time. I told Mike about this. I went to this demonstration. And there was this guy, Jerry McClintock, there. He's the fastest gunman in the world. And it was a demonstration to show what it's like to be in like an armed robbery scenario. And in this armed robbery scenario, Jerry McClintock, the fastest gunman in the world, still ended up getting shot by some rando he didn't see behind something. And he was telling you, he, and, that, and that's what he said. He goes, it doesn't matter fast how good... If you put yourself in a situation where you're going to get into like a gunfight, a firefight, a knife fight, you've already increased the odds of you losing. Like when a lot of us, and I made the mistake a thousand times, when you see somebody scruffling, don't don't be trying to be all up in the Mm-mm. in the mix and shit. Even you know, and this comes from a guy who was all up in the mix filming shit. Like you know, we we had we had a guy who tried one of our guys, and he tried back, and then then things didn't work out for him. You know, I didn't even realize too. Afterwards, uh, me and Misha were in the bus. And uh, I had blood, you know, blood spots on my shirt and stuff from from the fight, and and that. But then the that the next day, Misha was pointing out the blood spots when we were in the sh- uh, in the bus and stuff. I was like, oh shit! But the next day, when I was looking at the shirt, the whole back of my shirt was coated in blood, like somebody poured a cup of blood on it. And somebody was just getting the shit beat behind me when this was going on, and I didn't even know about it. Yeah. And that's how, even as much situational awareness as you have. You don't know what the fuck's going down when a brawl like that happens. Easily somebody, and this is the thing too, people know us, it's easy for them to just take a pop shot at us because they know us. They don't even have to have beef with us. It's just like, I'm just going to punch one of the guys from the Mike Busey crew. One guy was like, oh, y'all getting all, making all this money, getting paid to be out here. Like, motherfucker, we ain't getting paid to be here. We're out here just, just to be we out here. We just spent like $15,000 to be out here. Yeah. And, uh... We ain't trying to, I'm trying to, we're trying to get our dick sucked and have fun. Yeah. We're not trying to, we don't want to fight nobody. I mean, if we have to, we will. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't want to have to legally shoot and kill you. I, I'm, but if we have to, we will. I am to the point in my life, literally, where at any moment before we fight, if you're like, I actually don't want to fight, I just want to walk away, I'm like, oh, and by all means. Well, you know, shit, man. And for the record, uh, Your Honor, this does not, uh, well, Rowdy Rob's on a different level. He does want to fight. And oh, we Rowdy don't want- Rob. Is it, he wakes up in the morning wondering how many fights he's going to get in. I think Rowdy Rob has to get in the fight like once a month, and if he doesn't, he don't care if he wins or loses. He just needs to get it out of his system. Yeah, or turn to a fucking werewolf if he doesn't. Yeah. That's he, his only way. He needs it. He needs that like rush of adrenaline. So I, I the moral is, story is what did uh, Wayne? Oh, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. <laughs> Rowdy Rob. There was a guy. Uh, popping shit off to Rowdy Rob before the actual fight happened and Wayne came up to him and this is Wayne he's like hey man hey man he's like cause the guy was like listen if you didn't say no fuck shit to me then that's a whole other story but I wanna hear it from your mouth right now and fucking Wayne just is like coming up he's like he's not the guy man he's not the guy he's not the guy and the guy's like hey look I ain't got no problem with him if if he don't got no problem with me and Wayne's like just go sir just go like <laughs> Yeah, man, this, this shit gets crazy out there, and we love it, but you got to respect it and, and be careful and, and, and know who you bring with, and, and don't bring no hotheads, Mm-mm. and just be careful. And hey, man, this too, gentlemen, 
know the girls you bring. Because I watched dudes getting in scuffles because their girls were popping off at people. Here's the deal. Uh, if you got to find good-looking or just a semi-attractive uh, a female partner or male partner, whatever, uh, expect that people at Jenny Springs are going to eyeball them. Okay, you don't you don't beef for eyeballing in a place like that. You don't walk around with your hot ass boyfriend or girlfriend and then get all pissed off because people are checking them out at Jenny Springs. One night at like seven in the morning, I'm literally cleaning up like thousands of beer cans and bottles in our in front of our area because so we're set up on this main strip where everyone's coming and going and driving by. So people when they came and partied, when they left, they obviously didn't take none of their trash with them. So then come come sunrise, it looks like we look like literally yeah. a fucking landfill of trash. And it makes us look like assholes. So and we don't have to do much more for people to talk shit about us. Yeah. They just talk shit naturally. So I'm out there with my own trash picker, bags, picking up stuff, and I had just drunken rainbow zombies coming out of the woods like, Hey man, what's up? I'm like, Hey, what's up? You wanna grab a trash bag? You know, like, dude, what are you doing? I had one guy drive almost rear-ended some other uh like golf cart he's like holy shit what the fuck oh my god i knew you were here i knew it and then i'm like just drenched in sweat like barely awake tired as fuck can't, can't even bend over anymore and he and he takes a picture he's like oh fuck man this is amazing and his wife and his girlfriend or whatever she's like who was that she's like, he's like i'll tell you later and they drive off we're gonna make love looking at this photo. People thought I was like on doing community service hours yeah. out there picking up trash. Let's go to Jeff's camp, pick up some blow, and I'll tell you all about it. Yes, yeah, so they <laughs> they pick up your trash, but it's fucked up, man. You go out to this beautiful place, and people. Uh, I mean, when I was younger, I would like throw a bottle in the river and shit. I would like, yeah, it's for yeah, the, it's for the crabs, it. you know, the yeah. hermit crabs. You know, fuck it. They got shelter now. You know, or, or you've always heard that excuse when you throw something. I'm just giving a job for somebody. Yeah. You know. Pick up your trash, man. Pick up your trash. At least put it in a be trash smart. area. When you're in these situations, be smart. Pick up your trash. Also, you don't know whose fucking camp you're in, so don't throw trash. Next thing you know, you're throwing trash in someone's camp. When I went to when I went to our Colombian shower house on the the, the last day, <laughs> I went at like eight o'clock in the morning, and uh, there was there was like nobody in line for the dudes, but there was a bench outside of the dudes area where I think. Because there were still girls. There's always a line for the girls. There's always a line for the girls. You know, girls just take forever. And there was two really cute, like, 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 pretty. I think they were. I, th- I don't know, man. They were, I know they were definitely like young twenties and stuff. Colombian girls waiting in line, and there was like four guys on the bench who weren't waiting for the bathhouse. They were probably waiting for the girls. And I went through the bathhouse area. They're waiting to find out who t- who fucking shit, shit in the shower. In this was pre pre Dookie. Uh, I went in there, and as I was passing by, the girl smiled at me, and she was like, "Hola." And this is the smartest thing you can do, guys. Don't go into somebody else's camp and be hollering at their pussy. Oh, my God. When that girl smiled at me and said hola and waved, I just nodded and walked in. And I thought she was cute as fuck. But I saw those four guys sitting on the bench, and I knew one of them was watching. So this is somebody's sister, cousin, whatever. Man, don't be the asshole and think just because you got a pass that you're part of the crew. We talked about it before. It's like uh, when you go boating or you go camping, every girl... Is either spoken for or someone's trying to fuck her. Yeah. So if you're that bum ass motherfucker, which I saw plenty of guy, I saw I saw tons of trucks and cars with like six dudes all hanging out trying to act all hard. And sometimes I actually feel sorry for girls because I watch these horny ass dudes be like, "Hey, what's up, baby? Come on, you want to get yeah. right? And I'm just like, 
What fucking what when what what planet does that work? Yeah. What girl's like? Oh my god! Oh my god! I'd love to jump in this car with this random ass dude. It sounds fucking retarded as fuck. And these guys, like some of you guys, need to go back to the fucking school of game. And you know, some of y'all gonna some of y'all need to fucking uh, get a new uh, a new approach. Yeah, that shit's not working, and get it's a fucking awkward. Game tutor or something. And they're, and they're ruining it for everybody else because then I can't even briefly say hi or smile because they think I'm like trying to fucking yeah like kill them and shit. You know, and it's uh, man, it's a lot a lot of that going on. It's very like there's a lot of as as um. Our guy Doug says Brad's and Chad's. Brad's and Chad's all over. Everyone's seen that Brad and Chad dude, who's just like yeah man yeah, and they're just fucking send it bro, and they're just fucking getting wild as fuck, and they're the guy who brought no pussy, none, and they're bitching about the pussy. They brought none of it. They brought nothing to the table, no alcohol. They had nothing, nothing going for themselves, and they just want to roll up and snatch up puss, and that's just not how it works. Especially if, out in the woods, you 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 ain't a bad dude. You you you're not a bad man alone in the woods. If every member that came to a party here would bring their own puss or multiple and I vaginas, think to myself, what, what a wonderful world! Yeah, and pick up their trash. You yeah. know, like we wouldn't have to spend a week trying to clean up this property after yeah. members' weekend. What you guys understand is after members' weekend, uh, everyone's beat. We try to give people the day off, but nobody really gets the day off because everybody's cleaning shit up. That's what I was, that's the point I was trying to get yeah. to. So as I'm cleaning early in the morning, I feel like I have a moral obligation to do that because I can't preach things and not practice it. And I would love to see some random person now at at my campground. Yeah, because I, I feel like I feel like I'm a campground owner myself. So I feel like, hey, man, I don't want no one getting stabbed or killed or having drama. Make sure the girls are not getting creeped on and fucking harassed and finger banged yeah. un- unconsensually. And make sure Consensual like, finger bangs only. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. If you go to MyBeast.com right now and you can see all the hundreds of photos we uploaded from this amazing weekend, you'll, if you zoom in on some of those crotches, boys, they're not looking very clean. Mm-mm. You know, you, maybe maybe finger banging in the river, that would have been a, a good to go, you know, let, let some fucking fish skills fucking <laughs> wipe some shit down or something. But there's some dusty-ass feet and vaginas and buttholes. Like, I ain't gonna lie, maybe I zoomed in on one or two bikini shots. Uh, fucking Steven zoomed in on a girl's vagina, and we were like, and you could literally just see, you couldn't tell if it was the shadow of the photo or the darkness of the dirt on her bikini and yeah. it's like oh and you know somebody ate some fucking pussy smell oh. like <coughs> <coughs> that saturn puss yeah saturn puss is someone's got a swollen vagina right now from jenny springs sorry Guaranteed. again sorry again girl i didn't know i had all that diesel yeah fuel on my miguel, hands. miguel if, if you got finger being my if you got finger being my miguel but you may be uh, you may be entitled to uh, some fucking financial compensation. Yeah, you got mesothelioma in your puss now. <coughs> yeah. I tell you what, though. We got back from Jenny Springs, and something dope happened. We had our fucking premiere party. Premiere party. For the, our new uh, show that we were featured on, on A&E. Uh, WWE's Lost Treasures on A&E. Uh, it came on uh, on Sunday at 10 o'clock. And the host is Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, and our motherfucking homie. AJ and Francis. former Sausage Castle champion, AJ Francis. Yeah. So he showed up with his whole NXT new crew. squad. He's He uh, has to start from the bottom and work his way up. He is a part of uh, WWE's NXT. It's like it's like their farm league. It's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. It's where they make them all start. Yeah. And um, he's a part of basically... 
an NWO meets um, Death, Death Row, Row Records. Records. And AJ, basically, he is definitely the Suge Knight of the crew. Yeah. And um, we, first of all, we came back uh, two hours, and this time I did go down with the ship. Look no electricity. No electricity. As soon as Plus, generators stopped the minute we were pulling out. I lost five pounds. I was sweating all the soda out, driving in this fucking giant kiln, fucking just roasting away two hours. And I'm just fucking like, oh, my God, this can't be happening. And, uh, yeah, we finally get back, and there's AJ and his whole squad, and we're like, oh, yeah, we got a, got a little fucking thing. And we, we invited members to come over. Yeah, we, we told all the gold members to come on over. So Daniel and some other homies came Daniel, over. Daniel, Lizette came over. Yeah, I think, Steve, I think she blew yeah. some people, too. I hope so. Lizette, man, she's... She's a goddamn champ. She's, she's going to heaven. Yeah. And that mouth's getting her there. Oh, yeah. That mouth and those hands have been sucking her way. Yeah. Sucking the sins out of everybody. She's a, she's a sacrificial she lamb. She is the Mother Teresa of giving amazing head at members' events. Yeah. it's uh, I, I hope that I never get lonely enough to where I, I find out how good it is, but I, I want to think in my mind it's probably amazing. Yeah. Um, Daniel, it changed Daniel's life. Yeah, definitely. He got his first blowjob here. So, yeah, we uh, we took it upstairs in a little Egyptian movie theater room, and we turned on some, uh, some good old cable television, good old A&E, and watched... Uh, A&E, uh, not only um, call me a WWE collector of all things, which I've oh, never been called so that. So A&E butchered some shit. One, they said we live in Palm Coast. Which is over an hour from where we are. Yeah, we're not near any fucking coast. We're landlocked. Two, maybe, maybe they edited like the seasons, like the episodes yeah. mixed up. Maybe they were going to Palm Coast in another episode or something, and just overlaid the graphic. That's something like our guys would do. Like, yeah. oh, whoops. Sorry, I didn't know her name, so I just named her Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah, fucking... Uh, but they, and then they also... I don't know if you guys have seen the property. I don't know who, who's really really about it or who's just fucking with us a little bit. But if you've seen the property, we got carnival rides. We got Kit from Knight Rider. We've got warehouses. We've got every fucking thing you can imagine. And what pirate do they, ships? Pirate ships. What do they show on the on Annie's show? The opening B roll. Yeah, the B roll shots. They show the a lake, lizard, a lizard, and our fucking frisbee golf. One pink One. neon pink frisbee golf like the disc golf basket they showed it for a good one second and i was just like that's what they showed the b-roll who who the fuck was running the goddamn cameras who, who thought of all the interesting things you can show here and i know some of the things might be a little too too risque yeah but a fucking disc golf basket and a lizard that was your b b-roll it's like the is the video to, to stimulate the viewer's mind yeah, like, ooh, to show to what's, what the scene is like and where they're at. To, it's to, it sets the tone. Yeah, it sets the tone of where they are. So they're like thinking they're at the fucking the Mecca of Frisbee golf and, and, and fucking <laughs> lizard. It's Lizardville. a lizard ranch. Like, what is this? this? That's how they showed it. Then they said the wrong fucking entire fucking town. They didn't even. Yeah. They just said Orlando or Central Florida. No, they, they were didn't just, say Assatula. I get yeah. it. It's hard to spell. Yeah, just say Palm Central Coast? Florida. Palm Coast? What was that? Where did Palm Coast come from? Yeah. So the moral story is, guys, don't believe everything you see on TV and the news. Because someone's like, yeah, Mike Busey, I heard it moved to Palm Coast. But it was a good episode. We looked good. They showed the ring that we have, which is the WrestleMania three ring. Uh, and the cool part about it is I was worried because when they came over, they looked at the ring and they were like, yeah, we think this is the ring. Problem is they didn't have time to really confirm it. COVID was going on, so they couldn't fly the guy over here to look at it. So uh, 
they kind of told us, they're like, hey, man, we're not going to be able to confirm this is the WrestleMania 3 ring, even though, like, everybody thinks it is, but they can't confirm it. So my big fear was they were going to Hollywood shuffle us. Well, I thought they were like, going to, too. Yeah, and be like, it's not the ring. But they did it 100% solid. They showed that everybody thought it was the ring, but because they couldn't get the expert there to look at it, they couldn't confirm. And that's fine with me because we want him to come over here and look at it. Well, what they what here's uh, for those are at just for detail reasons. So, um, from what I learned throughout the research, is that the the WWF at the time, when they had pay per view events or WrestleMania events or whatever, they would use a twenty by twenty uh, square ring, and then the rest of them would be eighteen by eighteen. So mine's twenty by twenty, has the spring, has the same exact frame and everything, same color, uh, credible credible source. Uh, yeah, the Yokozuna family got it from the WWE at the time. It was WWF, and he used it to train. And then he, uh, when he passed away, his family sold it to uh, a, a guy who bought like an entire federation. He bought like cameras and lights and staging and everything. And uh, we we acquired it about three years ago at a trailer park right outside of Lakeland. And uh, this guy told us flat out whatever. And, and that's why I, I never wanted to say 100% it was the actual ring. But we had done some extensive research. And everyone we talked to said it was. And from what AJ thinks, AJ thinks that they are trying to do like a cliffhanger. Yeah. And if they get a second season, they want to come back with Mr. Hulk Hogan himself. Yeah. Brother. And... uh yeah, it, it, and plus we had heard how much because they were supposed to actually come back and film, and yeah. then there was like a lot of budget cuts and stuff. So first season show is scary and rough, but this show's got momentum. Well, I mean, what uh, what frustrated me is the the pricing evaluation. Oh yeah, they said it was worth seven thousand to ten thousand. When on the phone they were telling us twenty to twenty five thousand. Yeah, so they were like, and then they had Jake the Snake's bag, and they said that was worth five grand, and it was a bag where fucking snakes were. It looked like yeah. any fucking. It looked like any dude you saw sleeping under a bridge's bag that it's was like, a hobo like army. Bag. Yeah. Oh, that's hobo bag. We put this. We've- any homeless Vietnam vet you ever saw had this fucking bag. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like y'all running around fucking trying to chase down Jim Duggan Jim Duggan's fucking jock strap. And yeah. Paying ten grand for. But you're trying to tell me that the 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 most pinnacle fucking event of your company's yeah. history, yeah. And and I wasn't trying to sell it anyways. And then a lot of stuff obviously didn't make the cut. Yeah. Which unfortunately, our our dear friend Brian Idol. Brian Idol got the Hollywood shuffle, man. You know he didn't make the cut. And here's the thing: I'll say this in the actual episode. Uh, Jake the Snake talked for like 10, 15 minutes about how Brian Idol is one of his favorite dudes to wrestle and beat up and stuff. Yeah. So and they had a good rapport. Yeah, Brian. Unfortunately, got a little taste of the fucking Hollywood smoking Cause here's magic the thing, shit. It doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't matter if you have a 20-minute conversation with Jake the Snake and Hulk Hogan talking about how dope you are. The narrative of the show is, is that the WrestleMania 3 ring? You well, know? What sucks, they didn't even uh, show the funny part that I had. I had oh, like, yeah, with list. your list of demands. I broke out a list of demands of things that if they wanted uh, the ring, they had it to, uh, first and foremost, I wanted them to, uh, I wanted the the boat from Hulk Hogan's Thunder in Paradise. I wanted them to give me the fucking the black speedboat. And I also wanted uh, Donald Trump to call uh, Vince McMahon and to make sure that he uh, pardons uh, Joe Exotic. And I also wanted uh, Hulk Hogan, the Outsiders, and Dennis Rodman to come to my house and induct me into the, and make me an official NWO member. Yeah. 
And I also requested that every single piece of video footage of Disco Inferno be deleted from the WWE Network and all the archives forever. <laughs> and I would have given the ring. But um, there was some other shit that we can't talk about that, that it's, I think that they're going to like... If it gets a second season, would, uh, they're definitely coming back. I'd say this, though. We didn't get Hollywood. They yeah. were cool. They didn't fucking make us look bad. Because we're always worried. Because, guys, what you got to understand is we are genuine. But we're an easy target to make look bad. Our, that was our big concern with Vice when they came over here. And we still haven't seen the footage. But I, I, I would just hope, based on our relationship with Taji and the rest of that crew, that we wouldn't get Hollywooded. But we, honestly, here's the thing. We invite these people to come in and see our world the way it is without any smoke and mirrors. And we don't fucking make ourselves look any better. We don't try to make look good. They see. I mean, shit, we had Trailer Park Chuck there. When we let the world <laughs> see Trailer Park Chuck, that's our way of saying we're going to let you see the truth. We you know? come in peace. Yeah. And Chuck actually made the cut and Brian Idle didn't, which was fucking hilarious. Yeah, and it kind of kind of bummed me out because I know Brian was excited. Yeah. I don't know who he was telling what to, but he was definitely promoting the show. Yeah. I don't know if he made some backdoor endorsement deals or some shit Fuck, with Nike. Yeah, he's like, I wore that Nike shirt. I said I was going to be on the show. Yeah, like, come here, Grant. I got this book. He gave me 20 grand. He's like, hey, Jake the Snake, you remember the time we wrestled at Philly Ardio's Pizza on 1472 Bushwick Boulevard, home <laughs> of the Stromboli Graham? <laughs> fucking. You know? <laughs> I really felt like so sad for him because. Do you still drive that 2018 Ford Explorer Sport? <laughs> One of the finest vehicles ever made. Fucking Brian, man! Like I know, and we he's a wrestler. Yeah. He, he, that's what he does. You know, that's his whole wheelhouse. That's like his dreams and passions. And here we are once again, not wrestlers, just in the mix of a, a world that's not really ours. Um. Even though we, we the Sausage Castle Wrestling has, has been featured on two major networks now. <laughs> Let me explain. You it's something. like a real. It's like a legit thing yeah. to other people that you know. We just have like a match like once a month. Let me explain to you guys something. We have fucking like Corona fight like a gremlin yeah. or some shit and <laughs> like fucking we, guy covered coming out with shit in his pants. Yeah. And then and then and then now we're like this legit. We bought this ring because well, of think Charles. About this too. Here's the thing. Sausage Castle Wrestling. Uh, we we just try to make matches like like John the Gay Plumber, wasn't it? That you're always trying to do. Oh, dude, I was trying to. Uh, here's the here's the one thing I will like forever regret: not having enough time and energy to put into certain things that I want. And like I said, Charles, uh, when he worked here, he he wanted to get a wrestling ring, and I was like, I've always wanted a wrestling ring too, you know. And we actually used to have uh, Seth Pezzarelli's uh, yeah, boxing, boxing ring, ring here. Uh, that he trained Seth was a guy who uh, they called the Kimbo Killer. He uh, he fought Kimbo Slice in the UFC and beat him, and uh, or one of those federations. I don't know. Yeah. Was, it, was it UFC? It was UFC back then. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I got it from him as a kind of like a gift, and then we're like, all right, we gotta have a wrestling match, and then we we're like, oh fuck, might as well start a federation. Let's get a logo and did it. And we got a dope ass belt. We got fucking skirts. Yeah, like a twelve hundred dollar fucking yeah. custom leopard print Here's what heavyweight you guys championship don't know. belt. We're super deep and shit. That we're really not supposed to be as deep in, but we we put a toe in, and then the game jumps in on us. We're not juggalos, guys. We host the gathering of the juggalos. We got number love for them. But we host the gathering of the juggalos. We're fucking deep in their shit. We're not juggalos. We're not wrestlers. We've got a wrestling federation that has. We our, don't our, own tigers. We don't. Tiger King's all about us. Here's the thing with our wrestling federation. Let me bring this up. We've only had two champions. One of them. 
Brian Idol, it works back, works with fucking, uh, what is the AEW wrestling, fucking Yams, he's a fucking huge in the wrestling uh, world. The other champion is fucking AJ. Uh, We're at the farm NXT, league for the yeah. WWE now. Umbatu, who wrestles here with us, works for, like I think it's AEW wrestling also. Yep. He's like a consultant for him. Basically, the wrestlers who come here to play our bullshit matches where we're like, hey, here's the idea. Uh, you're going to fight this dildo. And this dildo is going to cream all over you. And then they're like, cool. Also, Vince McMahon just called, and he wanted to know if you were willing to fly out right now and be in WrestleMania. Bro, I have some very, very famous wrestler friends that have been over here to events. And I'm talking like they're high, high up. Yeah. And... I they would talk about what I got going on. They'd get drunk, be like, "Yo, text me that video again." Yeah, and then we got like all this shit that we just don't really, you know. It's not like it's not our extreme passion, but we try to we try to go a little overboard in certain areas. We're like, reggaeton. Yeah. We're, we're the we're the goddamn kings of reggaeton videos right now. Yeah, like uh, we've shot like what four of them all together in like a month with the biggest reggaeton artist in the world. And we, I can't even pronounce their names. No. I don't even know what the fuck they're even saying in the videos. Mm. I just know there's some hot-ass fucking Spanish chicks, and and we're just fucking, we're vibing, we're chilling, and, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's very a blessing, blessed. man. We're, yeah, exactly. It's we're a very blessing, blessed. Mike. I mean, our worst days are pretty stressful, but uh, I, shit, I, mean, I can remember my best days bartending weren't better than some of my fucking okay days here. And it's, it's the people that listen to this and the people who are members of our website that uh we think and and that's why we're very excited we got some super big shit in the yeah. works some things that are going to change some things that'll probably change things change to, our lives man. change our lives for I'm a crazy change, way if it works out the way we're planning we got things that are going to change our family and our kids lives bro yeah. you know what i'm saying like that's that's the truth man if we ever have kids you know? i mean we got them i mean i got a lot of i got a lot of kids i got a lot of semen dried up in my carpet Maybe I can get some new carpet. It'll change their, it out. change their lives. <laughs> if a dog ever rubs his ass on your carpet, some hybrid baby will be born. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some man. chimera. So, like, the thing is, man, it's just, like, doesn't matter what you're doing. Just try to do the best at what you're doing. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully, eventually, someone will, will recognize it. And, and, and if you become a master of your craft. Yeah. And, and you make yourself just so valuable, eventually, someone will come along and, and, and see the value. And don't be a lazy fuck, man. Just yeah. go out there and get it. And and would I have brought the mechanical bull to Jenny Springs? Yeah, I would have brought the scrambler to Jenny Springs. It's just I'm not over the top, extra ass motherfucker, you know. And that's what I try to do with everything, whether it's wrestling, whether it's reggaeton videos, or being a part of the second season of Tiger King, or whatever crazy movie deal we get out of this situation. Whatever the fuck, we got a lot Shit, we of got serious. A big, we got a small. And this is the thing too. Don't knock things because they're not what you think. Basically, like small people hit us up. Independent dudes hit us up. Hey, we want to shoot a video. Sure, come we over. We got a here. guy that wants to shoot a movie here. Yeah, man, there's a sci-fi movie with Diamond Dallas Page, man, and fucking yeah. shit. Ken Shamrock's hollering at us about some big deals, man. Yeah, we got some bare knuckle fucking. Yeah, boxing we got a lot of a lot of shit. TV in, show that might be happening here. And also, we got some small things like, and it's gonna be dope. Like on the 19th, we're gonna be over at Oasis on the River in Sanford. Oh, great segue. And we're hosting a make your own bikini contest from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Thousand dollar prize. Damn, Miguel. But come 
come on out, guys, because when we go to places, we bring everything. It's going to be like me and Steven were already talking about what we're bringing to this thing, and re- and we weren't talking about it happy, but we were talking about what's probably coming there. But the thing is, come out. Hopefully, the us. bus. Yeah, the bus. Hopefully, I mean, we'll yeah. see if we get a good tow. So they haven't paid our deposit yet, but we, but they have paid us several other times, and we, we yeah. keep giving them a larger price, and they keep pay, agreeing to pay because. Yeah. And they show us nothing but love. We pack it out. Yeah, the it's a it's a place. It's called Oasis in the River. It, it used to be called Otters, and it was called Chases. Yeah, you know people die, and, and <laughs> then they try to sue, and they change their name. So now, uh, currently at this time of this podcast, it's Oasis on the River. It's a pool party hosted by myself and the rest of the Sauce Castle crew. We're doing a thousand dollar homemade bikini contest Saturday. It's a Saturday afternoon, June nineteenth at two p.m. So it gives you plenty of time to wake up. And fuck it, I'm saying this right now. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm giving out a oh. bump box pager, which Whoa. is worth like $160, Whoa. to a dude who makes himself the fucking best make-your-own-bikini hey, you contest. you know one of our dudes is probably going to win the $1,000. Yeah, yeah. So dudes, man, if you don't end up winning the fucking There uh, might the be a hot contest, chick on the flyer, but yeah. that, is, that could that could have been a dude. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't know. We're not here to judge your yeah. genitalia. And as if that wasn't early enough... Fourth of July is our next July, members weekend. Next members party. Friday, Saturday, and July fourth, Sunday. That's three days of goddamn red, white, and blue up your fucking assholes. Fourth of July is definitely one of my favorite holidays, and it's gonna be a good time. It's always gonna rain. Always so just be prepared for that. It's a curse here in Florida. Always. So if you haven't already made plans, make plans to be here at the Sausage Castle July second, third, and fourth. For the July weekend. Also, guys, I know it's not a long John Silvers, but this Saturday, I'm going to be performing in Leesburg at the Melon Patch Theater, and uh, it's me, my homeboy Devin Siebel, we're splitting the bill, and with this girl Morgan Gallo, who's really funny, Uh, but we're doing a comedy show out there in Leesburg. Show's going to, let me see what right now, man, because I'm always bad at what I got to be at Leesburg High School to see Brian Idol's uh, wrestling match. (laughs) I got to be at Leesburg High School. Always a dangerous thing to Nuts. say. I think it's the same Saturday. It is. So the doors open at 7 and the show starts at 8. Um, I'll go, I'm going to go to Brian's thing then, man. So I'll we'll, go to we'll the, roll uh, there. And yeah. Then, so if, we would love to have all y'all come out. And, yeah. And as the rest of these uh, pussy-ass motherfucking states open up. Yeah. And uh, realize that, you know, uh, lockdowns aren't necessarily working. And you get back to uh, life and do whatever the fuck you want to do. You want to get the vaccine? You don't. Whatever. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. And maybe, ladies, you want to come party afterwards? Maybe we end up uh, yeah. downtown or fucking yeah. in, at the house here. And Miguel will wash his hands I'm this gonna, time. Yo, I didn't know. I had Diesel. I was helping out. I was really working. Miguel I, got a fat finger, too, man. Oh, that my lady, God. That, that lady really Oh, she got out. it. She missed out. Oh. I got one more. One more thing. Go ahead. June 22nd, uh, Afrotainment Studios International Drive. I'm filming my first half-hour special. Oh, shit. And it's being uh, shopped out. It's going to be on the streaming network. Can't talk about what network's going to purchase it yet, but it's it's nine of us. So it's not going to be just my half-hour special. It's going to be mine taped that night. Me and my buddy James Yon. You love James. You know he's I hilarious. Do. I do. Uh, but they, they basically put a pitch together, and uh, they, they sold to a streaming network that uh, they would have nine half-hour comedy segments on a show called Funny Not Famous. That'll air, and uh, streaming network's going to purchase it. So, guys, I'm going to have my first half-hour streaming, uh, or my first half-hour comedy special, and it's being uh, taped uh, June 22nd, and I'd love everybody. I'm going to put it up on the uh, the Facebook page tomorrow, or after after this the show on the 5th, 
But anybody who wants to come, I want to pack it out, man. This is my first half hour. I'm, I'm going legit, Mike. I'm going to have you help me style. Oh, you're going to style me, baby. We're, we're going to go gonna... to the fucking uh, the Cedric, Cedric Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And we're going to do that, that 80s movie scene where I come out with one outfit. You're like, no. And I come out with another outfit. You're like, no. Then I come out with a third outfit. And you're like, thumbs up. While, fucking, yeah, yeah. while she's got legs is playing I'm going to dress you up like a fucking purple grape. <laughs> Looking like a fucking I look like uh, Bruce Bruce. Atlanta, Atlanta fucking church fucking Easter <laughs> Sunday fucking outfit, baby. Woo! But that's what's up, guys. But we got some more names. We got some more names. Oh, let me let me rock the names real quick. So if you join uh, MikeBeast.com, not only did you see years of crazy, awesome, amazing content that's completely uncensored, um, you get to see we got a lot of shit that's getting ready to drop that we've had backed up and then the things we've been doing recently. But not only you get to see the content, you get to experience the content yeah. live in the flesh. You get to come to this place, meet us up. We take care of those who take care of us. And uh, we, if you join, let me let me tell you who's going to say your name. Yeah. And pro- I'm probably going to butcher it. Miguel will probably do I'm a way better job. I'm going to try, but so yeah. just hope that your list gets in my hands or in his yeah. hands, and not mine. Well, Chris Daniels from Greenville, Maine. Lana Lana from New York, New York. Chris Evans from Royal Palm Beach, Florida. Jay Manning from Bryceville, Florida. Michael Odong from Homeboy, Louisiana. Woohoo, Bob, we got some crawfish. Evo Valentine from Chicago, Illinois. Hunter Earhart from Bridgetown, or Bridgetown, New Jersey. Ryan Hickman from Tecumseh, Michigan. William Richards from Adrian, Georgia. Stephen Garrow from Stark, Florida. Luke Sailors from Somerville, South Carolina. What up, Somerville? Stark, home in the electric chair. Hell yeah. Taylor Freeman from Williamstown, New Jersey. Lester Valley from Dade City, Florida. Frank and Deacon from Lakeland, Florida. Jonathan Pedraza from Sweetwater, Florida. Marco Pantajo from Downey, California. I would have butchered that one. <laughs> Tyler uh, Cameron from Miami, Florida. Mason Funk from Newark, Illinois. Adam Cruz from Winton, California. Jerry Mo- Jeremy Roberts from APOAE. I don't know what that is. Uh, and then Jeremy Romstein from Bloomington, Indiana. Hell yeah. We, we thank you guys. We thank you guys. We love you guys for everything you do for us, too. And... uh Hopefully, um, we can uh, fucking keep uh, delivering a new podcast every week, like we have have been doing. We yeah. we are a couple behind. We um, take, we got to take some time. Sometimes, you know, we got to take some time. We uh, when I say we, I mean myself. I have been thinking about this a lot. Is we do we do eventually want to have guests on on the yeah. show. It just uh, we just don't want to have just like a celebrity. Yeah, we want it to Sometimes matter. they're just not that entertaining. And take it from me, sometimes hanging out with some people. For two hours, isn't going to be that good of radio. You'll actually be like, man, fuck that. Bring back the fucking two fat guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to we wanna flirt with some stuff and do some new cool shit. And we're excited that this country is uh, getting back and, and moving. Opening up. And we're going to be uh, hitting the road here soon. And we're going to be traveling to a town near you. So uh, if you're a member, you will be very happy because uh, hopefully we'll be coming near where you live and we'll be a party with you hanging out. We might be showering at your house next. Waffle Stomp in your house. Yeah, Waffle Stomp tour coming to a shower near you. On behalf of myself and Mike Buse, we want to thank you guys so thank much. Thank you guys. We love you. Thank you for changing my life and uh, thank you for all the love and support. Tell a friend, uh, become a member, come to the events, come to the members' weekends, July 4th. Your Oasis thing. on the 19th. Your thing is this Saturday. Ju- Saturday the 5th, and then June 22nd, the taping. Yep. Thanks, so, guys. We love you guys, and we'll, uh, and thanks to Stephen, Chris, and Aaron. Uh, and Dope Lord Jeff. Jeff, 
who has the best cocaina of all the fucking Ginny Springs parks. Chris is going to go to his house with his good-ass internet downtown Orlando and upload this for the members because they get to listen to it and watch it first before anyone else does. All right, guys, we love you.